Welcome to episode 29 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, we run down our top movies of 2017. Welcome to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Maddie, And I'm Kyle. And today, to celebrate uh, the best of the 2017, we have a really special guest, Adam Bentley. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm barely a special guest, it I seems know, like these days. I know, this is number four in a row. We're trying to shoehorn him in. <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying, but uh, he's a busy man. But yeah, anytime we can uh, get him in uh, here to record with us. we can afford him. Yeah. When we pay him some cash, he comes in. We, uh, we, need, to, we need that intelligence in our, yeah. our podcast. I feel we're, we're two bumbling idiots doing penis and fart <laughs> jokes. We like some intelligent discussion once in a while, so we invite him along. Well, um, too bad for you. I've got fist fight number one through fist ten. Fist fight number one. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. So yeah, as Maddie I mentioned, we are going to be running down our... Um, uh, I guess we've done this in our previous podcast before, but we usually do our top 10 horror of the, of the year and then top 10 overall picks of the year. But yeah, we're calling this our first annual Maniacs, a.k.a. not the Oscars. <laughs> this is a substitute. We want you guys to forget about the Oscars Sunday night and put on this uh, podcast with your family. So and, um, uh, listen to, yeah, what is the really, the truly I, the best of the year. Adam, uh, who are you wearing today? L- Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis Vuitton? I'm wearing a Joe Louis all over my chest, actually. <laughs> going on. And I'm rocking the birthday suit, of course. <laughs> yeah. I figure that would uh, intimidate you guys, maybe change your picks a bit. But uh, yeah, I guess we should, I think this is going to be a longer episode, so maybe we should just jump right into it, unless you guys have anything else you want to... No, let's do it. Yeah. Okay, so in our previous podcast, the Horror and More podcast, where we uh, started out at the beginning of uh, 2017, we put out uh, an episode dedicated to the upcoming films of the year, and uh, we both uh, did uh, five horror films we were excited about, and five overall films we were excited about. Um, I thought it'd be fun to kind of like mention those and then we can see how they compare to our list of anything if we got anything correct um so i'm just going to read these out because yeah, i'm, I'm, I'm really curious maddie you had you had in no in no order you had it yeah escape from cannibal farm which i don't even know i, if I haven't even we could seen see that in north america <laughs> in the end i think it had some releases in uk uh alien covenant a cure for wellness and the belco experiment mm-hmm. and uh, my I, of course, cheated and had some honorable mentions. <laughs> Alien Covenant and Get Out were my honorable mentions for movies I was excited for. And my top five was The Belko Experiment, The Mummy with my boy Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. uh, The God Particle, a.k.a. Cloverfield Paradox, which wasn't released until 2018. 2018. Um, it. And my number one was a movie that never got released, Friday the 13th. That yeah. had They had a date set. They had it picked out 
to be released Friday thirteenth. So and they canned it before uh, it entered production. There was three movies in that that we didn't even get a chance to see. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. All so again, that's just kind of for fun. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're going to compare too much, yeah. but I'm just kind of curious to go back to that episode and listen. We'll see. Maybe our general um, mm-hmm. or overall picks will be closer. But anyways, I guess we'll just jump into it. Uh, Adam didn't put together a horror list because I don't think he watched enough, correct? Or- I I, w- I would have been putting some shitty movies, I think, on my list. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, so much. Yeah, listen, it wasn't much better on my end. I, I'm, to be honest, I'm going to throw this out there <laughs> yeah. right now. I don't want to spoil this episode too much, but I actually, and I know you guys are going to disagree. That's the impression I've got. But um, and I'm not the only one. I've listened to some podcasts and they feel the same way. But I thought this was a terrible year for films. Uh, I putting together my list, I had. I struggled putting them together, but that's just because like there in each list there is like two, three great films, mm-hmm. and everything else was like ah oh, that was pretty good, that was good. I, there's not a lot of films I love this year, not a lot of films I see ten years from now standing out to me. There's just a lot of films. I just feel that there was like okay. a, I want to say maybe like a, like a fistful that I loved, absolutely loved, and then uh, a lot of ones I was kind of like disappointed in. Yeah. So um, either way, uh, we're gonna do the horror. Adam, mm-hmm. feel free to comment though sure. on any uh, movies that. That you did uh, see, and um, but if any are on your overall top ten, just uh, I guess save that for your list. And oh, and we'll do uh, our honorable mentions at the end, and if you want to mention any worst of or whatever or anything like that. So right now we'll stick to the ten. Right. Uh, one thing I did want to throw out though before we did this is this year I was able to watch twenty one horror films from twenty seventeen. Oh. Just to give you an idea, that's where my top ten came from. And uh, overall movies I watched. Uh, 48 yeah. uh, movies from 2017. Almost one a week. Um, so I, I don't know if you guys, do you guys have your number. I don't have my there? running total, but it's probably in the 30s, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I literally did like all my watching the, this past month. I that's mean, crazy. Well, past couple months. That, that's why a lot of people get their lists out end of the year, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like we always try to do it January, February to give us some time because that's when a lot of these movies had Blu-ray or whatever. And you get a bit of time like after Christmas, world like yeah, yeah exactly. kind of slows down a bit. You have time to sit in your couch and yeah. And this year in. we just we delayed it even till March just mm-hmm. because again we wanted to be not the Oscars. So, <laughs> uh, anyways, let's jump into it because again we don't want this to go on too long. Uh, Maddie, do you want to start with your number ten? I do. Actually. Actually, I actually struggled between this and another movie, but my number 10 is A Cult of Chucky. Okay. I nice. actually had a ton of fun in this movie. It is way better than it has any right to be. Like for the, uh, what is it, the seventh installment? And you watched all the first six before watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really well, you can't go into this. <laughs> <laughs> It actually it was fun. It I, I love how it's still like a continuous continuity. Yeah. Which instead of doing like a sort of straight up reboot, they've still like, all right, here is remember the kid from the first movie? Here he is as an adult. Have you seen this one yet? Well the the last movie I, I enjoyed, the last yeah. Chucky, yeah, it was definitely better sequels. Mm-hmm. Here's an embarrassing thing. I actually bought this on Blu ray when it was yeah. first released back in October and I never got around to watch it. Oh really? All and, right. Uh, yeah, it's it's really uh, th- well, there was a couple there was a couple movies like that that I actually owned and just didn't have time. Um but this was one of them. I just, again, I was trying to get through them these past month is when I did most of my mm-hmm. movie watching and I just, I didn't hear, I heard good things about this. I didn't mm-hmm. hear anything bad, but I also didn't hear anything like best of the year. So I was like, ah, I'll put it off and it just ran out of time. It is a ton of fun and there was a lot of cool visuals as well like uh, that you didn't think would happen. But yeah. I, I don't want to give anything away because you got to check it out. Cool. Then we'll yeah, try, no, chat yeah, about it. Yeah, I definitely it. will um, and we'll talk about it on a... Uh, Later on, I guess, when I get around to watching it. Uh, my number 10, Personal Shopper. I don't think I've seen oh, this. Oh, you're putting this in horror, eh? 
Yeah, this, this is. There's a couple films that uh, you could definitely put in horror mm-hmm. or overall. Um, again, you can use anything in our horror list can be in our overall too. I personally try to keep them separate just because yeah, there's usually 20 films too. I want to talk about. But yeah, I put this in horror. It could be a drama. It's a woman really dealing with like, I identity guess, issues. Yeah, and and kind of like again her. I guess the whole story is her, she has a twin brother and they made a pact that whoever died first would give the other one a signal, Mm -hmm. um, whether there's life after death. And it's her kind of just dealing with that among other things. Um, and yeah, as to the title, which is a weird title, she is a personal shopper for a celebrity. So she's the one that that goes, the celebrity doesn't have time to go pick out her clothes. Mm -hmm. So this woman goes and does it for her. Um, it's starring Kristen Stewart of Twilight fame. And, um, I'm going to talk about that film and our overall, you'll see why, but, um, I thought she gave, I can't, you know, I'm I'm not the biggest Kristen Stewart fan. Maybe I haven't seen her much, but I thought she was fantastic in this. One of the uh, best performances of the year, I think. Yeah. Like I was, I was surprised, but yeah, whether it's horror or not, that's definitely debatable. There's, there's maybe one or two scenes that could be horror. Mm -hmm. And, but there, there's some thriller aspects too, kind of mm-hmm. De Palma aspects to it. Um, I don't want to give away too much, but it, it was a nice surprise. Again, right up until making this list, I was constantly switching and this was not making it. But it's a film that's kind of, I've been thinking about the last couple of days. It's not really leaving it's, my head. It sticks with you, this... this Stuck in your craw? You know. uh, this has been one of the ones for me that just, I don't stop really thinking about. It is like this hodgepodge of De Palma, of like some kind of like French art mm-hmm. film plus you you get the, the, the there are like horror aspects mm-hmm. like they're definitely set up to when to kind of have the same beats and rhythms when she's in like the haunted house um, it's an interesting film I haven't seen I don't know if I've ever seen a combination like this awesome yeah and I mean I've talked to it before but I love like just quiet moments in films mm-hmm. I love where it's just there's no there's not a score it's just just doing regular things and just the sound effects of, you know, I, I don't know how to explain it, but there's something about that that I love in films, and this has a lot of moments like that. Um, I should mention, this was directed by Olivier Essayas. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. But um, I haven't seen, but I guess he did, his previous film was Clouds of Sils, Sils Maria, yep. which also starred Kristen Stewart. And I, I know I haven't seen that. Hmm. I don't know if it necessarily interests me, but I've heard a lot of people say that was like one of the first films where it's like, wow, this she's... She's what, special. A, a lot of people think she's even better. I I hadn't seen that one, and now seeing this, I'm gonna definitely go back. Yeah, go back. Check it yeah out. I'm, I'm curious now. But um, I should say it's not for everyone. I'm sure there's a lot of horror fans that are into more of the slash or the fun. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, "Why the fuck would you put that piece of shit on your list? It's the most boring movie where nothing happens." Where are and the I, killer dolls? Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. Again, that it is lower on my list, but I had to throw it in there. Like you said, it's barely horror. But uh, anyways, Maddie, let's uh, Number nine. keep it going. Devil's Candy. I thought for a movie that you know exactly what it is, where it's going, it kept me so interested just by performance and visuals alone. Mm -hmm. Did you finally say, did you end up watching this? I haven't seen this, no. I think the actors, like the villain in this was surprisingly... Spooky, like he kind oh, he's, of terrified me. He's been in a couple me. films. And he's creepy. He's, his he was eyes in Identity were as well. Constantly like darting back and forth, man. Yeah, he was the guy from Identity. And I want to say he was from Next Files episode. I could mm. be wrong, but he's definitely been a couple things. And he always plays that creepy dude. And uh, Ethan Embry, like, how is he this good? <laughs> the question oh, I it's ask. this one. Ethan yeah. Embry has had quite the resurgence. Yeah, like, I'm he's, you. he's proven himself. Like, is he jacked in this movie? He too? Is yeah, jacked. Yeah. 
And he's like like a heavy metal dude. It's like almost goofily heavy metal, but it works. Uh, yeah, I thought they did a good job yeah. with it. Um, I may be talking about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. I tell you what, on, then so. uh, cool. Go ahead. Okay, my number nine is um, a Stephen King adaptation. <gasps> if you say, are you saying Gerald's Game? Uh, no, 1922. Okay. Wow. All right, all I know right. you weren't that impressed. Yeah. You weren't that impressed with Thomas Jane's acting in this one either, were mm. you? No, and I just I just talked to my wife about this because she had if when she was making a a potential list, yeah, and this was in the conversation for her, and I went nineteen twenty two. There's a lot of things I like about this movie. Thomas Jane, I think, is terrible in it. <laughs> Which is weird because I he's I actually think this is one of the best. <laughs> like I actually I thought he's fantastic. I didn't even recognize him for the first twenty minutes. I'm oh like, really? Wait, no, James you don't. This? You don't recognize. I him. think he's so good. And there's not like most actors where they're doing accents. There's always parts where they break, mm-hmm. and I didn't hear it in this. Like he was constantly that character. I don't know what that accent is. Like what is what is he? Uh, he mumble mouth. Well, it's like probably like a 1920s like a uh, prohibition. Southern, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Been drinking that moonshine all. <laughs> any, 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 I, I don't know. The clenched jaw constant <laughs> yeah. through the whole movie. Like, Anyways, there's a lot to like about yeah. this movie. And I, I said that when we talked about mm. it in, in September. Yeah, or I, I remember you saying it, it was at least decent. But yeah, this one threw me off. I, I only watched it the last second because I didn't mm. have high expectations. But I thought he was fantastic. Um, the story is very simple. It's pretty much... Uh, his wife has inherited a chunk of uh, farmland. He wants it. She wants to sell it and go open up a clothes shop or something in New York, I believe. And uh, mm-hmm. so he decides he's going to kill her and convinces his son to help him with That's it, crazy, which is right? pretty messed up. Um, there's some disturbing scenes in this. Mm-hmm. You also have, um, there's some rats in there where he's kind of like, you don't know what's mm-hmm. what's mm-hmm. real, what's not. He's kind of going insane. Um, it's kind of a, a story you've, you've seen it all before. But again, I, I thought Thomas Jane was fantastic. Fantastic, and it just—I uh, don't know—I was. It kept me interested throughout. It was. I, I should was say, never if bored. I did a horror top ten, I, I probably would also. It would be it. on there. Yeah, and again, as already mentioned, a lot of these films aren't great. I thought they yeah. were good, um, but again, for I didn't think this year was that strong. But that one um, was yeah. was good enough. I'll, for I'll me. give it to you. Like, uh, number eight. Number eight. It comes at night. Oh yeah, nice. I really enjoyed this movie. It was so tense. I felt like. Um, I was on the edge of my seat the entire time, and I had no idea what was actually happening, who to trust. You didn't. Everyone seemed sketchy in this movie, which I kind of dug. Even the protagonist, right? Yeah, you didn't trust anybody, and everyone seemed like an asshole. It's a very divisive film. Mm -hmm. I mean, people have even commented on our uh, on our thread uh, saying, "Like, just don't watch that movie. It's the worst." I know it's crazy, right? And then I've heard people (laughs) say have it very high up. Um, I'll, throw, I'll cheat and spoil my list. That mm-hmm. it, it didn't make my list. It just it was number it just eleven. Missed, eh? It was on my list today, and I kept on mm-hmm. switching around. It went from eight to nine to ten to eleven, whatever. Um, in the end, it didn't make it. I, I, this is a film like Personal Shopper. I argue whether it is even horror. It, mm-hmm. it really can go either. It way. It's a post-apocalyptic felt like a, film. The tenseness of a horror movie that yeah. like dystopian future. Really, the only yeah. horror elements I would say are kind of the dreamish, the yeah. dream elements, but. The rest of it is kind of like more of a post-apocalyptic yeah. dealing with the horrors of of a uh, fallout. But um, no, yeah, it, it was a good film. I, 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 I enjoyed it. it. There, it, like you said, it was very. Tense. And I thought the ending was like, very bravo, well bravo. <laughs> yeah, like, again, if I was, this is high. If I'm yeah. making my horror list. Okay, my number. It, it's weird because I constantly shit on Netflix, but <laughs> I had a lot of Netflix movies on my list this year for both lists actually. Um, number eight for me, The Babysitter. <laughs> You know what? I was actually thinking about the girl who was in that Samantha Weaving. Yeah, she's actually she was in another film. I actually, I'm going to talk. 
I might be talking about this later because <laughs> she was just in uh, three billboards as well. Yeah, small part in that. Yeah, and she's almost not even. Is she the daughter? She was the uh, the girlfriend of uh, the. Oh, the okay, right, right. But anyways, this is a film. If you told me a McGee mm-hmm. film would make my right? <laughs> top ten of the year, let alone top ten of horror, this is a guy that did like Charlie's Angels mm. and a bunch of like mediocre action. He's a Sugar Ray guy. He did all the Sugar Ray music videos. Style, definitely a style over substance <laughs> yeah. kind of guy. But this was a nice surprise. Uh, I thought to, yeah, the, the lead girl mm-hmm. is like the, for the the first half is like the coolest chick. I mean, it's almost too. She's almost yeah. too cool to be believable. Um, I mean, I'm sure there are women out there like that, but I, I've never met anyone that's... No you know, one babysat you like that, eh? No, that's, you know, she's cooler than yeah. all of us, let's be honest. <laughs> she knows her shit. And yeah, the kid uh, was, was really getting in as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what makes this film awesome is just like the comedy actually worked for me. Yeah. There's a lot of shocking, fun, gore moments. Like this is, it's just a big, goofy film. He's uh, his babysitter. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but you... F- or is is that kind of the plot? Is do we know all this that's going on? Um, I don't really know what they gave away in the. Uh... Well, what we'll, we'll does pretty much say he's while he's babysitting, uh, a sacrifice happens, mm. and uh, it just goes crazy from and that. That, that point sacrifice on. scene was absolutely amazing. Well, it <laughs> like, comes out of nowhere. Yeah. But yeah, the, the whole film I just thought was a blast. It, I was cringing too. Like that gore was like ooh. Yeah. yeah. Even though you're laughing, it's still like a. Yeah. So again, okay. like. Probably not a great film, but I, I had fun with it for the, the hour and a half or however long it was. All right. Speaking of my girl, Samantha. <laughs> what, Samara? Samara Weaver. Weaving, yeah. I watched Mayhem, my number seven. This movie is about an uh, office where um, there is this virus going around that inhibits any of your like uh, filters. So if you're angry, you explode. If you're horny, you fuck. If you, you have no filter whatsoever. So this happens in like a... Um, business office i guess in the uh, 1990s or like you know you know that like corporate greed america yeah it is amazing this guy has to go up to the boss he gets fired that morning so it's him just rising up to the top to kill his boss it's steven uh yeah from the walking from dead walking dead yeah oh okay yeah it's a ton of fun there's a lot of great gore there's a lot of like great like fuck yeah scenes of like uh people getting murdered that you want to see get murdered and it's directed by a uh, joe lynch of mm-hmm. uh who did the show with adam green uh holliston holliston they're good oh, buddies awesome. and they do the podcast together as well oh cool but uh in wrong turn two or something i believe that is yeah I, I didn't get to see this film but yeah i had it on my list of movies to watch but mm-hmm. i didn't get it that's awesome it. check it out buddy Cool. Uh, my number seven is the Gore Verbinski visual oh, interesting. masterpiece, A Cure for Wellness. Um, I think this is one of the best looking films mm. of the year. It is gorgeous. Yes. It could have been higher, but I do think it, it has a lot of issues that pulls it back a bit. Mm-hmm. But visually, it's great. Mm-hmm. It feels like a second rate Shutter Island. Yes. It's not yeah. quite as interesting, not as quite as well done as that mm-hmm. film. Even David DeHaan is kind of like a second rate Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. He even kind of looks like him. Um, but and in the ending, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil too much. But it, it almost becomes like B movie esque. It gets kind of goofy, right? Which, the, which the whole threw me thing off. spirals. Yeah. to B-movie as yeah. it goes along. Like, the first half an hour... Mm-hmm. It's so cool, right? I thought, oh my God, Kyle was like... Because mm-hmm. you had only seen the first half and yeah, you were yeah. freaking out. I was like, I'm so glad he mentioned this. And then it just goes on. Oh, it's And on. on. What and is it? On. A two and a half hour runtime? Yeah. It, it's, it's close Even to close that. to three. Yeah, yeah, like, again... It, it feels long, so too. so long. But I, I think, again... You like the slow burn. You like that slow burn. I like slow burn. burn. I, I th- this one... 
was a little long even yeah. for me. And I, I do feel I love like, the slow uh, burn. Mm-hmm. yeah, I do feel like That's on revisits, I'm going to enjoy it more mm-hmm. knowing what's happening. You're getting into it? I think, like, again, that whole B-movie vibe threw me off, but then when I kept on thinking about it, it's like, that's kind of cool, though, that they did this big budget, like, $150 million yeah. horror film that ends up being, like, pretty much a B-movie <laughs> yeah. horror film. Like, it, it's just weird that they signed off on that mm. and was like, here, go make 150 Here's yeah. this ridiculous amount of money to make this movie. And again, like I said, though, visually, it's one of the best-looking films of the year. castle looks gorgeous. Like, yeah. shooting in that was amazing. Yeah, and all the effects are amazing. Yeah. Uh, it might make my most disappointing because I just feel like yeah. it, just, it just, all of those amazing effects, it wastes in the end for me. Like the first, I remember stopping it halfway through to go get a, a drink or something yeah. and then came back down and I was like, so excited oh, yeah, yeah. and that from that moment on it was like what the <laughs> you paused the wrong time it was almost like once they went down to the village and then came back it was like yeah. oh the movie's yeah. fucked well the, the story is not as interesting mm-hmm. as it seems from the beginning yeah. it doesn't I don't know if Gore Verbinski is capable of playing up the thriller aspects or something mm-hmm. or like the mystery aspects he kind of shoves a bunch of shit in your face and then expects to confuse you or something with it where it's just like obvious like the whole time it's off. Yeah. You cut half an hour from that movie. It would have been so much, yeah, su- such a better movie. Yeah, but it, and it did have, um, I don't know, maybe not quite, but kind of uh, Lovecraftian elements yeah. to it in a, in a sense. I, again, like um, <laughs> I, I'm almost flabbergasted by yeah. the visual aspect and how good it is, and how the I love a sense of place, and I'll mm-hmm. probably talk about that. The sense of place is incredible in this yeah. film. I just think again, like we watch movies. I mean, storytelling is obviously an important part. But yeah, we watch, we watch movies like Nicholas Wenning Renfin movies. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. Terrence Malick. Yeah. I'm sure there's a film that may possibly be on your list, Adam, yeah. this year. That there's not much to it. You're watching it for the visuals. So I think alone, you know, this deserves at least being Some watched praise. for that alone. Def- um, it's definitely a watch. Anyways, um, let's, let's uh, Maddie, your number. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number six is uh, Better Watch Out, the uh, Christmas movie about the uh, kids getting babysat and the home invasion. What's cool about this movie is um, it just shifts, like does a one. Yeah, we won't spoil, through. but like you never I, know I really what's going it. on. And there was actually, do you know the paint can scene in Home Alone? It actually shows you what happens when that happens to somebody like in real life. I'm like, all right, sign me up. I loved it. I, I was disappointed in this film. I was hoping it was going to go a different way. Oh, were you? I thought the, I'll just say, I thought the villains in this were the most annoying. Yeah, villains. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's one of those films, I don't know if I'm spoiling it, but like Eden Lake, where like it just leaves me like, fuck this yeah, shit, man. You like wanna, I, you know, I don't end a film like that. You want to see someone get their comeuppance? Yeah, but um, yeah, I liked it. I didn't love it as much as everyone else. Well, there might be like a better watch out too, Martin Luther King Day or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it takes like January 6th. Yeah, it it didn't make my list, but um, it, it was decent. It, I, I will give it that it threw yeah, me a lot cool. of surprises at you. Um, my number six, uh, you talked about The Devil's Candy. This is a film, I thought it was like about Satanism and like someone being kind of possessed by the devil. And mm-hmm. and it is to an extent, but it's more a serial killer flick. Yeah. And it's, it's got some insanely gory moments. Uh, like you said, Ethan Ember, I thought was fantastic. He nails like that. He's a guy you root for. Like he's possessed mm-hmm. and... 
he's he's getting these visions and he's drawing these paintings of the most messed up, disturbing the stuff. His daughter so on dope, fire, right? like weird shit that he's seeing in these dreams. And he like he goes and he's possessed, and then he like you know three hours gone by and he doesn't know where he's he doesn't remember painting any of it. But at the same time, he's like this really cool dad that is just trying to do the right thing. Like he misses picking up his daughter, and like you really believe the scenes between him and his mm-hmm. daughter and his wife, and like you believe that this he's a guy you want to root for, which. I find is lacking a lot of films yeah. these days. It's kind of like they want to create characters that you despise, or whatever. I don't. So I thought he was fantastic. Shirley Appleby, who I had the biggest crush on back in her Roswell. Is that the days. wife. I think you've the said wife. this two day, two episodes in a row, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Something about her Pro- so, proclaiming um, his love. <laughs> yeah. So just throwing out there. Yeah. Uh, but Sometimes um, you need two wives. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I um, I really uh, d- dug this movie. It was a uh, it was a nice surprise. Mm. Um, I, I would have liked to see a little bit more Satanism and less serial yeah. killer. But um, it was still cool, and it kind of had. If you enjoyed Lords of Salem, mm-hmm. it kind of has that like that vibe, like that music. Because the guy's just, just playing like, electric guitar with the cross yeah, upside down. Just like, kind of like that was cool, right? It just gets into your brain, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was good. Uh, Matty, you number five. Number five, the black coat's daughter. I guess by the same girl as Ozzy, not Ozzy Davis. Uh, Ozzy Perkins? Yeah, the girl who did uh, I Am the Pretty Little Thing. That um, It's a guy, I think. Is it? I thought it was a chick. Yeah, it's his son. Yeah. Oh, well Andy then. Perkins' son. Mm-hmm. All right, then. So, yeah, Black Coat's Daughter. Uh, it's a movie that almost takes place like two uh, cars start off in the area, and they drive together till like they meet in the middle of this movie. So it's two separate stories that like seemingly like not intertwined. As it goes forward, they like slowly interject with each other. It's such a cool movie. It takes place in a boarding school and um, takes place over the winter break, so it looks stunningly gorgeous. Yeah, this was originally called February. This was originally released in 2015, at least in limited release. And then, like, well, it it counts the 2017 movie because that's the wide release. Like, Mm -hmm. it kept on, like, getting delayed. Then, yeah, it was originally February when a lot of people saw it. Then they changed it to Black Coat's Daughter because they thought that might sell it for some reason, which I don't don't know about that. Um, Yeah, I I didn't get a chance to see this. It looks gorgeous. I didn't love his last film, but this one did look interesting to me because, again, this trailer, I saw this trailer long before the other film that came out last year, The I Am the Pretty Thing. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to see this, but I didn't get a chance unfortunately it does have um what's her name emma roberts who uh, i'm a big fan of mm. <laughs> <laughs> um no she she's she does a lot of like cool genre flicks yeah. and stuff i find but yeah i didn't unfortunately did not get a chance to see it cool my number five is um annabelle creation oh yeah oh, get out of here so last year i believe we had we we had Ouija Origins, which was the prequel to Ouija, and Ouija sucked. And Ouija Origins came out, uh, made by my boy Flanagan, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. And now this, mind you, me and you both like the original Annabelle, but no one else does. Everyone yeah. else like has it like the worst of that year. Oh, you liked it. Okay, because yeah, it seems like no one likes it. Yeah, I, I, and when I hear I, people I, talk about this, they're like, "Oh, it was so much better than the shitty first film." And I'm like, "I kind of <laughs> like the first film. It wasn't that bad." <laughs> I, I don't love the first film or anything, but, but I, it's a it's yeah. It was for fun. me. It's a decent horror yeah. movie. Exactly. That's and and this film again. This film didn't blow my mind. I do think it's probably better than the first film. But I um, I think it is too. It's directed by uh, David S. F. Sandberg, who directed uh, Lights Out, which was one of my favorites from last year, which I did not like. Okay, so he's he's two for two in my books. He's kind of like the new Flanagan for me. But uh, yeah, I the, thought this is kind of like predictable and like almost play, paint by numbers. Uh, yeah, but it did everything. Yeah. It did though it did well you're mm-hmm. right we've seen all this before yeah. but it's like it kind of took everything you loved in Insidious 
conjuring all that mixed in a blender and that lasts like 30 40 minutes is fucking insane yeah. like it just like anything you wanted to see they do in this um yeah i just it, i thought it did everything well and i i just had fun with it again it's not going to change your mind it's nothing new but it's if you're going to watch these type of flicks i think this is one of the better ones this is one like if you're going to 10 years from now and you have like insidious there conjuring and this like i'd probably choose this i don't know yeah i probably go with the conjurings but yeah but not this insidious (laughs) (laughs) insidious is pretty bad yeah, I really don't have much to say about because you're right. We it's have just like a working horror. man's horror movie. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do want to mention though when this was released and the trailers came out, I'm like, that's cool and everything. But how are they just pretty much retconning what happened in the first Annabelle? And they don't. They make it all work, make sense. And I thought that was genius how they tied it all together. Because I, mm. I was like up to the the end, like the last five minutes, like how is this going to connect to that film? Mm. And how is it going to make sense with the origin we had of the Annabelle doll in the first film? And this film, they make it all make sense. And I thought that was really cool. Mm. And it's also a film that pulls no punches. I mean... <laughs> you're gonna you see like it's one of those films I thought like ah this you're gonna have this guy survive and this kid sur- and like no like a lot of people die in it they don't normally die in these type of flicks mm-hmm. um, anyways Maddie you're number four uh, my number four have you guys heard of this movie called Prevenge no I wanted to see it it's but... about this girl who is in like the uh, late stages of pregnancy and she's hearing the voice of her unborn child telling her to get revenge on the people that killed her dad. And it's almost done in this weird cartoonish voice. He's like, go ahead, mommy, kill him. Like, almost like, um, who is that? Uh, Jason Voorhees' mom is going, kill, kill, kill. She has that voice. Like, he deserves to die. No, take the wine bottle and uh, castrate him. <laughs> like, it's that crazy shit going on with a girl who's actually, like, pregnant, pregnant. So it's a crazy movie. So much fun. Check it out. Yeah, that's a film I wanted to see. I didn't mm. get around. It's kind of cool. I read like a whole story in that because the actress was saying like she was she, pregnant at the time. Like she there's wrote no, it and directed yeah, it. Yeah, it's so hard to yeah. find role like good roles for women, let alone pregnant, pregnant women. women. So she's like, I'm just gonna write this myself. And, and the she last twenty out, which is twenty five cool. minutes takes place, I guess, on Halloween or like Guy Fawkes Day. So she's dressed in this like she has her face painted like a skull. So this pregnant lady in a skull is going around murdering people. It's amazing. <laughs> it's uh, Alice Lowe. Yeah. She did like a bunch of the Edgar Wright flicks with yeah. Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost. Anyways, it's a weird mixture of like comedy and horror that like they never really blend well together. This one did it in spades. It worked really well. Cool. My number four is a movie I know you did not like. and I'm not sure if Adam saw it. A Stephen King adaptation. <laughs> Gerald's Game. Really? <laughs> I, uh, it's yeah, your it, boy, right? <laughs> Yeah. My boy Flanagan. Well, here's the thing. I kept on hearing everyone else having this high up on their list. So I was yeah. like, is Maddie crazy? I'll, I'll go to watch. I thought I thought it was fantastic. I haven't read the book. Yeah. But like to me, I remember hearing the story and it's like, how are they going to make this work for an hour and a mm-hmm. half? She's about to screw her husband and he dies of yeah. a heart attack and she's stuck to a bed. And like that's the movie for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But they make it work. She constantly has like all these people talking in her head and they do a good job of that. You get flashbacks her of dad. Um, her dad, which is the mm-hmm. dude from. Um, uh, Henry Thomas, the kid from E.T., who is it? playing it. Uh, oh, weird, because he was the father in... Uh, yeah, he, he abuses his, his child. Hmm. 
which that scene is just so fucking yeah. fucked up. That was hard. The whole movie actually is is disturbing. I, I didn't and hard like to watch. the way it looked. Like even like the, oh, uh, really? the clip looked really bad. It just seemed kind of. Oh, I thought I thought it was well shot. The, uh, who was the guy? Uh, the Nightman looked terrible. Like absolutely terrible. He looked like uh, a CGI version of. Uh, yeah, Naruto. I didn't. From it's all it's always sunny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. I didn't man. love the look not of him. Man. Yeah, not. But I, I thought the, what they're going for, like I don't want to spoil, but they're going for like, is this on her head? Is it a boogeyman? A creature? It's. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think they're kind of. Making Making it to look not quite real. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you in October. I'll, I'll be the uh, yeah the, the, the let, middle let me, judge. Keep this in your craw, and then we'll. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's got Carla um, Gugino, Gugino mm-hmm. is the the star of it, who I always usually enjoy her. She's a mm-hmm. great actress, but um, yeah, I thought she did great. Uh, yeah, buying a film that's all her. And, it, it, and Bruce Greenwood was good. Yeah, yeah Bruce Greenwood. Which she's a fucking good. buff old dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, again, I don't know if I would say it's a great flick, but. You, you know, this it's, is my number four. On your list, yeah, it's my number four. This is I'm surprised probably the it got closest. This. I, I really yeah. dug this film. Yeah, um, it's a rough year for you, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I, I really, yeah, I think this worked in every way. Yeah. I think this is my favorite type of film. Is one person, small or... story. It's psychological. Like it has, it's about the story and the dialogue and the script. And yeah, there's other stuff, but that's just there. Um, but yeah, th- there is a lot of like disturbing gore. And when the the, mm-hmm. the disturbing stuff happens, it is pretty. It's pretty like tough. Yeah, it's not. It's not a fun watch. I'll say that. Yeah, but, no, um, no, no. Stephen King, man, this year he was hitting. Out of the, I, no. I, I looked back; the last good Stephen King film was actually ten years ago with *The Mist*. In my opinion, yeah. um, there hasn't been much, and then this year comes out, and we have three great ones. And which, like one miss. What's the miss? *Dark Tower*. Did oh you see yeah, it? no, I didn't see yeah. that film. That, that, I know that's too bad. That's one yeah. I was really yeah. excited about. But that's sitting right now. I I almost got to that one, and then <laughs> that's sitting right now around my number one spot. Number yeah. two. But for horror, at least *Dark Tower* is not really horror. For horror, yeah, yeah, in my he's... opinion, he hit three out of three. Wow. But anyways, uh, yeah, you're Maddie's number... face yeah. reaction to that was <laughs> okay. Here's your your big number three. A split. Okay. Oh yeah, this movie is so amazing. I love M Night Shyamalan. He he's back, like in, in a big bad way too. Like I love they didn't have to do like a crazy uh, twist at the end of this. They they did, but it's almost like a oh, cool rather than like a oh twist. I'm disappointed I did not get a chance yeah. to see this. And who's that? I heard good James, James McAvoy is it? Yeah, yeah it's in got the, he's um, unbelievable in it. He gets to just open up and be wacky, insane. Uh, and don't you love the tie? Without giving too much away, mm-hmm. but the tie-in at the very end. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. That's a twist. Yeah, that was his. I twist. actually got that spoiled for me. Oh, that's we, we won't spoil for the yeah. viewers, but and it does have uh, as well uh, Anya Taylor Joy from The Witch. Witch. Yeah. She's kind of becoming that new actress yeah, to watch she for. And she's 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 great in that. Amazing in that. Uh, yeah, she she's just as good. Yeah. Um, if I was doing my horror list, this this would be up there. Top three. Yeah. 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 It was awesome. Amazing. Okay, my number three, the big number three. Um, this is a film I didn't know much about. I kind of heard it on a couple people's list. Didn't have much expectations. I'm embarrassed to say because I hate people to do this, and I see people on the bus doing it. I'm like, you fucker. That's not the proper way to watch a movie. But. This year, I was trying to get through so many that I did the, you know, you download to Netflix and you watch a movie on your phone. I hate myself for doing it, but again, I could try to do it with these smaller flicks that weren't big epic films that you needed to have the big picture and sound. And one of them was this film I didn't have much expectations for, but it ended up blowing me away. The first, I would say, great movie on my list, uh, Super Dark Times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually. This is, um, it's kind of, it's not really, but it it's kind of reminds me, which of a film actually I haven't seen, but it sounds very similar plot-wise, River's Edge with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. But what it is, is these friends are, you know, 
they're they're out whatever being idiots and the accident one of them accidentally gets murdered and they decide to cover up the body and the whole movie is pretty much dealing with the guilt well, and, and, um, and how it hits going in different ways through, like a uh, puberty right like yeah. kids, like kissing a girl for the first time and like uh, they're yeah. at party smoking pot it's like it's a coming of age it's like it it's worked. a ro- love story you want to see him get with the girl but at the All same time these he kids can't. were amazing in this movie too oh yeah yeah well every yeah and, he, and the direction was fantastic mm-hmm. it looked great and the minute they pull out uh, I don't want to give anything away but the minute they pull out like the weapon your heart's going because you know mm-hmm. something bad's going to happen to this honestly, kid honestly from the first mm-hmm. scene is this deer crashes through oh, yeah, a yeah. classroom and it sets this tension mm-hmm. for the rest of the movie yeah. the score is great too I, the score is amazing I also yeah. love this movie if I was doing my horror list this would be this, number yeah, two yeah that yeah. makes sense but yeah it's this little indie film and it's mm-hmm. like I am watching everything these directors do yeah. all these actors I hope go on to, to great careers the dialogue felt very real it takes place early to mid 90s I don't know if you know if you caught this but in the hallways there was always these kids going through turmoil as well like some kid ran through like yeah. holding his arm like, and you have no idea where it came from it's like well yeah. that, that was high school man Like, yeah like, it, it, it just felt very real and a lot of these come off at, at the beginning I was a little worried because for about mm-hmm. the first 10 minutes one of the characters is supposed to be annoying and we know those I, I, thought, I was probably that kid I but thought, he was using the F word in every sentence I, I was like he, I thought he was actually um handicapped well, when he, he first introduced he, him he may have a, a, a yeah. little bit of uh something something but yeah. that character we all knew yeah. that kid in school yeah. I'm kind of worried that I was like yeah. I, I used to swear a lot <laughs> honestly they didn't play up the 90s as just pure nostalgia they actually yeah. just let it sit there it felt we grew up just after yeah. this right yeah. in yeah. terms of us being in high school it mm-hmm. felt very real um, yeah. I, I love this movie. Yeah. I, you, you suggested that, that I watch this, Kyle, and, yeah. and uh, it almost made my top of the year. I was actually just, thinking that I actually put it in my top ten because I didn't know if I, it was horror or uh, if I if I if I was combining yeah. my horror with my mm. actual other list, this would make my top ten for sure. Yeah, um, these all these three probably. Would. It was on my list until like two seconds ago. Like until earlier today. Yeah. Like yeah. earlier today, I went. I saw something last night and I said, I got to bump it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, it's a film. I'm not sure how I feel about the last 20 minutes, where mm-hmm. it all goes. It's interesting. And you can also argue whether it's horror or not. Again, I threw it in here because I knew it would allow it to yeah. get high up and not kind of get lost in a shuffle. But uh, yeah, it's a fantastic film. Yeah, there's check not, it out for there's, sure. I don't really, again, other than maybe where it all goes in the end, I don't really have any complaints. But like, I think it's just overall. And even that is interesting. Well, yeah. Like, uh, well, it, it again, it hanging there because well, right? the whole film again, as I mentioned, it's dealing with guilt, but it's all how three different people, three people, how they deal with it in three completely different ways, mm-hmm. and I think that was really fascinating. And and even like the parents, the mom seemed. Man, real, we're talking like, about this. Want to put it back? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like I, some of it's giving me kind of like I don't know chills or something. Yeah. Like it, it, there's something about this movie. This movie we're gonna be talking about. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. past this year. Like I yeah, said, these I think so. from my top three on, I think are three films that all. Be watching ten years from now, and that's definitely one of them. Uh, Maddie, your number two. Number two, Stephen King movie. Nineteen, no, it, <laughs> it, the clown movie. This is my number two as well. Is it? I. <laughs> Are you guys? Yeah, I'll be curious if you yeah. if you're the same on the way. I think we're gonna be yeah. the same. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well. But let's talk it for now. Yeah, yeah. I love the fact that this movie takes place in the '80s. I love the kids' humor. I actually like the look of yeah, the kid from Stranger Things was hilarious right. in this. He was a nice mm-hmm. surprise. Like he was completely opposite of his character on Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah, and that he's like the quiet kind of innocent dude. This one he's like the melty little shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he was great. It had a lot of like interesting, like oh, that's the thing from the book. And it kind of like it winked at you a little bit from the book. I heard it's it winked com- at- quite a bit different. 
read oh, the yeah, book. Oh yeah, but I, I haven't read the book. There's a lot of characters that didn't get any like. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was that guy Mike Hanlon. Like, well, yeah. you you carry the gun. You got it. So, and I I might be that guy, but I think mm-hmm. I like the '90s version slightly better. Uh, it's hard to say. Which I know everyone like hates you've that. You've only and... seen half the movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we'll, we'll see we'll how see. It, we'll see how it plays um, out. But again, I, I did really enjoy it. Um, yeah. The ending on this one way better than like I guess the '90s one, right? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Mm-hmm. so there, there's some there CGI some here and there. Some like, jump eh, scares that yeah. were a little much that, for me. That's, that's I wish my... it was a little more subtle. I think. I think occasionally it it went yeah, over it went to like oh I we just got we just got to keep everybody interested yeah. here because yeah. the characters are so well drawn and then they will go they would set up these scenes mm-hmm. that had nothing to do with that. It was just like ah we haven't had a horror scene in a second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's my only complaint. This would have been probably number three. Up there, yeah. I would love to see. I don't know if I we'll ever get it, but apparently he cut out like a half an hour or more of scenes, and and you can kind of feel it. There's some kids, like you said, they're yeah. not as developed as much, and apparently they were in that. Like Stan, even scenes. like Stan didn't get much like to play. Um, but I, I do, I do feel that like yeah. it, it becomes about basically mm-hmm. three characters. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you, you can tell they definitely had to fit those in for the mainstream mm-hmm. crowd, which I understand, and it worked out for them because this was a huge, huge success. Hit. I even enjoyed how um, the, the dopey scenes when they're cleaning the bathroom, like we're gonna be best of friends, guys. Let's clean this bathroom together. Like, all right, I'm, I'm game with this. Like, yeah, me too. I think the biggest change that I liked from mm-hmm. this over the again, I haven't read the book, but from the '90s movie, yeah. is I really liked the '90s the movie. It was about these kids dealing with this fear of this clown and the, yeah. and the town around them. And this film, you get that too. But it was also really about the lead kid um, and trying to find still hoping that his brother is somehow alive and you have that hope throughout the film and you also got a really touching emotional ending which I thought was really cool Mm -hmm. which you didn't get at all in the the, I don't remember that all in the 90s film it wasn't really about the it's like the 90s film they knew the kid was dead and it was dealing with like how fucked up everyone is in the town and and this clown this one was like the hope that this kid's gonna find his brother Mm -hmm. and I don't know I thought that was touching for Mm me uh, well, I guess our number one, I have a feeling we're going to be the same. 1920. <laughs> Get Out? Get Out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this would be like maybe my top movie of the year. It is mm. absolutely amazing. It's close. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it'd probably be one of my favorite if I, I was actually probably would be number one. It'd probably top three. It'd top four. It wouldn't be my yeah. number one, but it would yeah. be probably top it three is for me. so good. You're constantly on guard. You're constantly waiting to see what happens next. The characters are so likable. The characters are so uh, multi-dimensional. It's fucking amazing. Well, and this is... It's Jordan Peele? Jordan, yeah. Jordan Peele. I'm, I just get mixed up because it's Jordan it was Key and Key Peele. Because yeah. um, the other guy does stuff too, I mm. believe. But um, this is his directorial debut. Yeah. That is insane, right? man. Like, this is... I'm watching everything this guy does. Well, he's probably directing, like, the TV show, right? Yeah, yeah. but again, to go from that... I yeah. know that show and always had from, more references. And, and, but, but to go from... Comedy, yeah, like, yeah. and that's the other element of. And this. he was really good at comedy to go from like amazing comedy to now one of the best horror films. Yeah, like, like Key and Peele was is very underrated. Too. Yeah. yeah, and it's the timing. I think that's what helps everything. Mm. His sense of pace is like a comedian. Yeah, so you're that makes sense, right? Like, well, and we should like he filmed this and got it out in the time when all this shit started happening mm. in America. Like he had already. Yeah. sense that this was coming or yeah. something but yeah I, I think it's topical mm. it's a perfect there's, there's always those films that you know 10 years from now you look back and you can say well that was touching upon this yeah. and even though again this like 
was made before it got really crazy in the states. This is a film we're going to look back and say, "Well, that, that was a this time. is the film of this time for sure." I can't think of another film that felt more topical. But uh, yeah, I did think. You, did you see this in theater? I did not. I actually, I saw it when I first watched. It, I was like, "That was good," but it wasn't as scary as I thought. And I was kind of yeah. disappointed. I was like, "I wanted more," but then like. I just kept on thinking about yeah. thinking about it, and I actually haven't revisited, but just thinking about it constantly, like moved it up and up. It and was the best movie experience in the theater I've had in years. Did people cheer and like clap and like like yeah, fuck yeah? And, and, but it also yeah. seemed right, yeah. and everyone was laughing. Mm. It, it wasn't, and, and the reactions like yeah. the keys, yeah, the whole place just went, and and they've talked about it mm. how. There's different reactions for different people, and all those reactions were really like, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. and there was like, oh, shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that happened? Um, it, the acting is, is phenomenal. Yeah. So good, right? Who was that girl, like Marnie from uh, Girls? Who knew? Yeah, it's crazy, right? Because she's terrible in that show. I guess maybe, maybe she's not. Maybe, like, maybe she, yeah. she's supposed to be terrible in that well, show. And one thing I want to mention, too, I mean, yeah. looking over my list mm-hmm. from two to nine, two to ten, sorry, great films, but- they're all thing stories we've seen before. Yeah, this film is completely unique. There's, There's nothing, nothing like, we've this seen like this film. Um, I guess maybe um, Invasion of Body Snatchers. No, I was thinking uh, Stepford Wives. <laughs> yeah, and and, some and, and like, he, but, but still, he he's a real horror fan. You can yeah. feel that. Oh, yeah. There's mm-hmm. all of these. He knows again. He knows the beats and he knows mm-hmm. the timing. It, it's an unbelievable film. Yeah. I'm going to talk about. Yeah. again a little bit but. Hey. but yeah and you could see back in the Keen Peel he they did a lot of like weird um parodies mm-hmm. of horror films so you knew right from the beginning he got like it. if you're doing a parody of that you must be a fan and I heard him on podcast like horror podcasts and like he he's is a he's a true fan which so it's definitely cool to uh to see this film be as good as it is um it's it's got to be the biggest surprise I think for everyone yeah. I mean um but yeah I I think uh it's it's an amazing film uh, I guess that's it for our horror movie list. Um, just a couple. I thought we could just run down maybe honorable mentions or maybe films we saw, maybe things well, we thought. Well, I want to talk about Forty Seven Meters Down for no other reason than want to ask you: Is like Mandy Moore short for Mandro Moore? Do you think? I don't get it. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> like Andy is short for Andrew. Mandy no. is short for Mandro. Okay. Yeah, no? no? No, I'm not feeling that right, one. Right, right. What did you think? Did you anyone watch it? I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was like a fun movie. They had like, what's that, the Deep Sea Crazies? Oh, you got to watch out for her because yeah. she's going to get that Deep Sea Crazies. I like, thought the cool. ending was kind of cool. Mm. Um, I thought they were going to go that way and then I'm like, oh, I guess they're not. And then yeah. they did the last time. I was like, that's yeah. kind of cool. And it had some tense moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I thought there was a lot of like, there were some really dumb moments I found that took yeah. me out. It's like, we can swim up top to talk. But we can't swim the extra ten feet. To go up. Ten feet. I know they say like you can't swim up too fast, but if you're already there and you swim up slow. Anyways, I had issues with that film. It was mm. kind of dumb, but it was fun. Uh, the Void. Anyone see that? I one? didn't see the Void. No, I did PR for the soundtrack, and I, I'm embarrassed to say that. Didn't actually get a I haven't seen, I haven't <laughs> seen it. It's, yet. it's pretty good. It's done by the guys that did like Father's Day Manborg. All right. Um, it's fun. It's a lot of people. Well, it had great reviews at the beginning of the year, and then now you're starting to hear everyone like, you know what happens? The movie's popular, and then, yeah. and then everyone, people nitpick about. Yeah, it. Yeah, but it, it, the biggest complaint is that we've seen all before. I've heard people say like, ah, it's terrible because it's just ripping off this movie, this movie, this movie. I think it definitely homages a lot of films, but I think it does enough on its own. It's got some really cool imagery that these cloaked like villains with crosses on their their masks, uh, total like Lovecraftian oh, monsters. Amazing. 
uh, all practical effects gore. Like, there's moments of the thing in there, John Carpenter films. I, I would highly recommend it. I didn't love it, but there's enough cool things. Again, just if you're a fan of practical effects and mm-hmm. gore, and there's some good scares in there, it's worth watching. Uh, the Mummy, Tom Cruise. I really, ha- I actually had it in my top 10 for. <laughs> Get out of here. Well, again, because I thought this year it wasn't great. Yeah. And yeah, it was at my number 10 just to fill a spot, and then I. Had eventually to, had a couple yeah. other films I could fit in there I don't think it's as bad as everyone says but mm-hmm. it, no it, unfortunately it's not a good film it, I was entertained by it I had fun with it yeah. but again I would rather see a horror film I don't really want to see another action mummy <laughs> film and uh, yeah it, it was not great and if you're not a Tom Cruise fan you'll probably hate it but <laughs> if you can go into it knowing it's not a great film you'll you probably might, be might entertained get some, yeah. get something out of it um, great already, recommendation <laughs> The Girl with All the Gifts. Anyone watch that one? No, it's on my queue. I was going to watch it's it today, actually. It's one of the more actually, but... interesting zombie films mm-hmm. I've seen. Everything about it's well done. The acting is phenomenal. I'm just kind of burnt out on zombies. Yeah, that's and maybe, heard. like, you know, if I watch this five years ago or I revisit it 10, 20 years from now, maybe my opinion will change and it will be a lot higher up. But yeah, I'm just burnt out on zombies. I feel myself high up on a lot of people's list, but I didn't think it was that great. What movie? Uh, Happy Death Day. Okay, yeah. It's kind of Groundhog Day of horror. I really didn't care much for the actress, and I thought it was a bit Yeah, too, I, uh, I thought the lead was like the most annoying lead. I know mm-hmm. she kind of redeems herself by the end, but that first yeah. half was tough. And here's my biggest problem. like it, it, it had some interesting ideas, and there was some cool stuff. I think by the end, I was kind of like, like the first half, I'm like, I hate this movie. The last half, I'm like, that was kind of cool. But I just think like if you're going to do a Groundhog Day with horror... Yeah. Take advantage, make that R. I want to see cool 80s yeah. slash rescue. Like every kill should have been really cool and involving inventive. a lawnmower. And it's, exactly. And yeah. instead, it's like just stabbings. Like, mm-hmm. what a waste. Yeah. It almost reminded me, which I, again, I loved, but the final girls, at least that movie, mm-hmm. everything else was great about it. But that movie, too, like it should have been rated R because such it's the perfect potential yeah. to have some fun 80s. Yeah, this was kills. one that was kind of like it was fun. And I liked some of the tongue in cheek aspects about mm-hmm. it, but. Yeah, in the end, it turns into a big nothing. Yeah. Uh, a movie I have I have a feeling Adam may have on his overall top 10, so I won't talk about too much, but a ghost story. Casey Affleck? Casey Affleck and um, Rooney Mara. The first half was the worst film of the year <laughs> for me. I couldn't believe how, like, there's a, literally a scene for five minutes where she sits down and eats a pie. The camera does not move. There's nothing going on in the background. It's just her eating a pie as she sobs about her boyfriend that died, who, again, you don't, you never get to know really anything about these characters. There's a scene, another three-minute scene where it's just them laying in bed, kissing. It, it, it felt like it was trying to be a Terrence Malick film, but at least like not as well shot, and it didn't have that poetic like narrative throughout. But then, and the one cool image I will give it is he's walking around. I'm not spoiling in case Affleck dies at the beginning. It's just him as a ghost. And it was really cool imagery of him walking around with this long white um, hospital sheet. So there was some cool stuff there. It looks there. like Charlie Brown ghost? Like, no, like no, it, it looks cool. I'll like, be talking about it. It could have been later. scary, yeah. Right. So I thought the first half was the worst movie of all time, but... When and some people will say the opposite that you're saying right now. Okay, well I yeah, I don't I don't agree with either. somebody in this room. No, no, no. It, I'm not the somebody, but it, it just yeah I don't know. I didn't get it. it. Seemed like hipster artsy nonsense. But the, then it switches halfway through and it actually goes into an interesting way, which I don't know if I'm spoiling here, but pretty much this ghost we see is stuck in this house and we get to see the transition of the time periods of him being this and I thought all that was really fascinating and what that could have been such a great movie if that's what it was for the movie 
Um, unfortunately, yeah, the first half I thought nothing interesting happened at all, and it was just like I love the first half. Oh, you hipster! I want to live in there. Like, I'm going to talk about this movie because it's hot. You got to explain the fucking pie scene for me. The pie scene. We'll get there. We'll yeah, get there. we'll let's, get there. Let's yeah, not uh, blow our watch. Um, I, I, I started watching. The, I'll, I'll say this: I started watching that scene, and I went, "Why is this like what?" Like this is going on for a long time, and I, I, I actually like had a moment, and then there's something about the whole thought of of her doing that and the blocking with him, and then as the scene, as the as you learn more about the time, it's just that's like such a uh, it hits me. I think about that all all the time now, like the grief that you would be doing that and, but I, I get I get it like she's and you can't and you couldn't show it any other way you can't just be like I don't think oh the pie's gone <laughs> the pie's gone she, but it, I didn't yeah. yeah five yeah, minutes yeah, is yeah, a right, long right. time yeah. though man five it's well it's it's minutes. four minutes yeah okay, but yeah it's four minutes yeah come on Kyle. it's like by the ninth bite you know the the fourth minute I'm just like fucking finish that pie um, anyways yeah well, well whatever um, I, I did, again I do right. feel like it so kind of redeemed was there itself. ice cream involved it was just like pie let's quickly run through this last couple uh, Death Note Adam Wingard your boy yeah He's fucking fallen, hasn't yeah. he? Blair Witch was terrible. You didn't enjoy Death Note, did you? No, I didn't actually end up Such a cool it. idea. Did you see Death Note? That's the no. comic? It's, it's based on, on an anime. Such a cool mm-hmm. idea. He finds this book, mm-hmm. and whoever's name you write down in this death, mm-hmm. this book, you write down who they are and how you want them to die, and it happens. And he has power, and it almost becomes like a superhero where he's taking out gangsters and terrible mm-hmm. people. And um, and I'm not gonna spoil, it, but yeah, unfortunately, it just wasn't very well done. Yeah. Uh, Little Evil, I enjoyed that movie actually. It was harmless fun, but yeah. I can't say it was great. Yeah. I don't know. I will say the same thing: harmless fun. Um, the the one his his friend, which I don't know, I couldn't, I didn't know the whole movie. Was it a f- male or female? And I looked up, and it, it she a is a female. Yeah. But the whole movie, she seems very. But <laughs> she, I thought she was great. Yeah, uh, she was the best part about it. But um, and the biggest disappointment, the worst horror film of the year for me, Double X. I was so excited about yeah. this film. I love anthologies. Um, this was going to be all directed by female mm. directors, and uh, yeah, like unfortunately, like all the stories sucked. Yeah, there was no bad. good endings to any like. I, I don't even know if any of them were good. I'm trying to think. Like one of them had um, really cool potential, the eating disorder it, one. Yeah. But then again, it didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's the problem with anthologies. It's like they they don't want to be that amicus style. Let's have a shock ending. Instead, they do I, nothing. I love the shock endings. Like that's that's my problem mm-hmm. with a lot of the VHS ones. And yeah, I, I thought that was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, Split you talked about. I didn't get to see. Um, Dark Song I wanted to see didn't get around to but I've heard that's fantastic yeah. where a girl um, did you set one? No. Her child dies and she hires this guy to he's going to help her contact him and you don't know the whole movie is he fucking with her using her abusing mm-hmm. her or does he actually have the power to for her to contact uh, her child but it's supposed to be great I didn't get to see it uh, Mother I didn't get a chance to oh, see that's um, Darren Aronofsky's film uh, with Jennifer Lawrence didn't get a chance we to might see be talking one. about that later yeah uh, so. Alien Covenant didn't get a chance to see Jeepers <laughs> Creepers 3 I think uh, Victor Crowley I want to see that so yeah, bad Adam but... Green um, Jigsaw I didn't get a chance to see, didn't see that. even after your whole like uh, going down you didn't yeah. get a chance again I just didn't hear anything yeah. great it got to the point where it's like you only have so much time it's like do I want to, want to watch yeah. the films that no one's talking about yeah. mind you who knows I mean a lot of the time I disagree with 
that, mm. that uh, the mainstream audiences. Uh, Boys in the Trees, I didn't get a chance to see, but it sounds interesting. A coming-of-age film on Halloween, but it also has some supernatural elements. Yeah. The trailer looks great. It's on Netflix. But, uh, Is it? Uh, Raw, about cannibalism in that. high school. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be good. Uh, the Belko Experiment. I really want to see that. Um, that. That was written by James Gunn. Oh, crazy. But yeah, I didn't hear a lot of great things about it. Uh, the Vault with... Um, uh, Franco. Franco. I, again, didn't hear great things about it. Mm-hmm. Ma'am, Prevenge, you talked about. Awesome. Bye Bye Man. Uh, yeah, I've heard uh, bad things. Tragedy Girls, I heard, was supposed to be pretty good. About two high school girls, um, and they go on a killing spree or something. It's supposed it. to be pretty good. Uh, the Untamed and Lovecraftian film. Um, yeah, I'm just naming off films. Yeah. And Rings heard terrible things Ugh. I actually bought that dirt cheap uh, and again bad. like called to Chucky though it went to the bottom uh, Leatherface didn't it, you didn't see Leatherface no I didn't uh, that's uh, was directed by the guys that did um, Inside Inside yeah okay, but yeah. I, I've heard mixed things about it again I, they haven't done good tech t- no. t- t- chance of Oscar since like the last Leatherface yeah. right? and then get to see a chance to see Jackals which is kind of like the strangest yeah. late but yeah, anyways, those are the films. Uh, we're not going to run through them all because yeah. I didn't see them, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Jackals I want to check out too. And Alien Covenant, like I wasn't impressed with. I thought it'd be amazing, but like, eh, eh, eh. Okay, any other horror films you guys want to talk about or are we good? I think that's good, man. Um, I guess just looking back on our list, so the only, you had uh, It on your top yeah. five. So you did pretty good there. I also had It. Um, the Mummy, unfortunately, did not make no, my list. No, no. I had to get out my honorable mentions, so. Um, let's, uh, I guess now we're going to move into our top 10 overall releases. Uh, here was your top five predictions. You had Justice League, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, uh, The Kingsman, The Golden Circle, The Dark Tower, and Dunkirk. Uh, my predictions... Four of these were absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> my predictions, I had, of course, honorable mentions, American Maid, Tom Cruise, Guardians of the Galaxy 2... Thor Ragnarok, War for Planet of the Apes, Spider-Man Homecoming, Wonder Woman, and Kong Skull Island. I'm surprised I didn't make my mm-hmm. overall five. But my five were Blade Runner 2049, Logan, Dunkirk, Justice League, and Star Wars Last Jedi. All right. So we'll see how close that is. <laughs> I wanted to say there's only two of these that didn't make your top ten. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, move on to it. Uh, I guess, why don't we let uh, Adam, our, our guest Adam go start, first? Yeah, since he's been listening well, to us talk. Yeah, I've been. I, I've struggled with this. I've never put together a list before so i go back and forth and back and forth but at this moment my number 10 is uh sofia coppola's the beguiled okay i didn't, yeah, I didn't see this that out. is that colin farrell yeah colin farrell's in it nicole kidman kirsten dunce and al fanning it takes place in the civil war there's a boarding school that is kind of just surviving while the war is going on around it the atmosphere of the movie is unbelievable all the acting is great it's it's basically this wounded soldier comes in and then all of these women and girls are uh, are all infatuated basically la with la. him and it, it and it kind of spirals out in in a, a very believable way um I, I really enjoyed it i i, I love Again, the the space and place of this movie, um, it's my number ten as it of works. right now. It's. It, <laughs> I am embarrassed to say that I've never seen a Sofia Coppola movie. No, wow. no, just, I just picked up uh, Lost in Translation. You've never oh, seen uh, Virgin Suicides. No. Oh, oh, the Twix. What was the movie that just came out? That was really bad. Is that hers? Twix. No, no. Was she starring in that? No, that's um, Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, and that was uh, a couple years ago. Yeah. Right. He's really fallen. He's doing mm-hmm. these weird arty films. I don't yeah. know. Maybe they're okay. Yeah, he gets to do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, now. he's Godfather. Um, other than um, somewhere, which 
I think is kind of terrible. But well, Bling Ring, you didn't like, did you? I heard that's kind no, of no. I like Bling Ring. Oh, okay. I don't love the Bling Ring. Yeah, I, I checked the, the trailer and it, it didn't. Look it's very pretty funny. like again. You talk about a movie. Um, it's not su- as successful, but yeah. of a place and a time, it, it worked. It really works on, on that level. But the first, her first three mo- movies, I, I like. I love mm-hmm. the Virgin Suicides. Lots of translations. One of my all-time yeah. favorite movies, and I, I really like Marie Antoinette too. Um, yeah, Vincent. Well, Virgin Suicides, I believe, is getting a Criterion release. So awesome. Blu-ray, so um, I may have to check it out then. It's incredible. James Woods is amazing in that movie. He is inc- incredible in that movie. Okay, I feel like we're yeah, okay, listening okay, to okay, Sophia okay. Coppola. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. number 10, Maddie. Have you guys seen Colossal? I didn't get a chance. They I, did it that was on the list and I didn't get there. It is so insane and so goofy that I had no other choice than to put it on my top 10. I've never seen anything like this movie at all. And Jason Sudeikis is so good in this movie as, I don't want to say he's the villain, but he is definitely the antagonist, and he does it so well. I'm embarrassed yeah. to say, because this was like done mostly at our at my work, oh, yeah? and so I've had a chance to watch it for like the past six <laughs> months or whatever. And it is so zany. It. It's awesome. Have you heard about this? Yes, I have, yeah. So uh, what happens is this girl walks to a park, and whenever she appears in this park at a certain time, a monster appears in Tokyo. Hmm. It is so insane. It works very well. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I I tried to fit it in. I've been yeah. racing to. Yeah. I think in the last that was like to my watch list. It just didn't get. I've last two months. I've like probably this. seen thirty movies. Mo- movies. Twenty seventeen movies. Like uh, mo- yeah, I think I so, watched most like of mine. Thirty. Yeah, I think I watched thirty five in the past month. That's crazy. <laughs> I think in the past two weeks I've watched like twenty. Um, I'm cheating here. Of course, you know me. I always have honorable mentions. I'm not going to do honorable mentions. I'm just going to straight out cheat. I got two for number 10, a tie here. <laughs> I should have cheated. Yeah. Two Netflix exclusives. What? I love to shit on Netflix, but... Yeah, apparently. Again, uh... they, the one thing they are good about is getting these little weird little flicks and letting mm. the director just do their own thing. You'd never see these um, in any other, you know, a big studio putting them out in theaters. Number 11, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. That's another one that yeah, I, 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 I couldn't get there in time. Uh, this is directed by Macon Blair, who uh, many will know as the star of Blue Ruin, and I think he was in Murder Party as well. Yeah. He's in all in Green Room yeah. as well. He's in all um, Saulnier's uh, films. But this is his directorial debut, I believe. It's fantastic. It's just, it's I just, really like the, like the lead character in this. Yeah, movie the, the woman. Was... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Melanie Linsky mm-hmm. plays this, the every every woman, and she just gets a point where she's like, "Fuck this world! Like, yeah. why is everyone so shitty in this world? Yeah. Why does like when you knock something over a ghost or pick it up? Why do yeah. you got to do this? This like she's just noticing all that, and like like she works at a hospital, and this old woman dies, and she spends her last five minutes just making fun of like the of the black. Well, not not night. making fun of yeah, totally like this racist, <laughs> terrible rant. And then, like, those are her last few words. So what did she say when she died was her last words? Yeah, and just, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, and her house gets broken into, and she just says, like, mm-hmm. fuck, and the cops don't really care. It's like, like our house had been broken into mm-hmm. once or twice when we mm-hmm. lived together. Um, and you know the cops yeah. say, let's be honest, you're no, we're not going to get your stuff back. Yeah. Just file a claim, you'll get it back to insurance. Mm-hmm. They don't care about cases like this, and she gets that impression. Um, Elijah Woods is kind of he is amazing. This weirdo guy living down the street. He's got a rat tail, <laughs> and he thinks he's he's the guy that everyone knows. That guy that like thinks because he's seen some Bruce Lee movies and can lift some a little bit of weights that he knows that he's this expert fighter. Yeah. He carries around nunchucks and throwing <laughs> Ninja stars. stars. He's ridiculous, but he was awesome in this. Yeah. Elijah Woodman, I I love Elijah Wood. Every 
year he does these little films and like no one ever talks about mm-hmm. them, but they're all they're not maybe yeah, great films, but maniac. they're all really fun it's films. So good. Yeah. He does a lot of like you can tell he's a fan of genre cinema because mm-hmm. he's constantly doing them. But yeah, he's really great in this and it's just them going out and they're gonna get her stuff back and all the adventures and it starts getting crazier. It starts out a comedy and it kinda mm-hmm. gets it becomes more dark comedy, definitely a darker, bleaker finale. You have a lot of violence at times. Uh yeah, I just I had such a fucking blast with this movie. Mm-hmm. This movie actually I just watched this morning on the bus, another one that I watched <laughs> on my phone embarrassingly. But uh right right from the beginning I was like, this is probably gonna be my top ten. Like it sold me right away, and the characters felt real. The dialogue mm-hmm. felt real, and it was well directed. And then Tide is Okja. Yeah, Okja. I watched this last night, and uh, so are you guys veg- in there? Are you guys vegetarian? I guess you've already been a vegetarian. Yeah, Kyle, you're a vegetarian now. I'm not gonna lie. That? You thought about it, right? Well, I never fully thought about it that deeply because fuck, I'm not giving up bacon. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, guys. Yeah. But uh, it definitely, if anything, ever like made me even think for a second. It was this movie, It was right? this film. They did such a good job. He um, talks about going to the slaughterhouse and realizing it's the movie he's making. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's no... Different. Di- that, the, I guess that was one of these profound moments for him because he's come from, like, Korean barbecue has been his main food source for his whole life. But he had... You know, this idea was. Is he brewing. a vegetarian now? He, I, I guess what he he's gone to. He's cutting back. He's like a pescatarian now. He's he tries to go vegan most of the time. Yeah. But anyways, this is directed by Joan Hobong, who uh, directed Snowpiercer, which I believe that was on our oh, list. I last love, I love that movie. So I love all of his movies. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen Memories of Murder. Supposed to be really good. Amazing. He's, Mother is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I need to. Yeah, I need to see his catalog because I'm his, sure every single. The I love the host. Uh, Every single one of his his feature films are incredible. Works. Um, He's one of the best living directors. Tilda Swinton is in this too. She can do no wrong, man. Like every movie, she she had an interesting, unique character in Snowpiercer as well. It's very rare that you get to very over the top. Yeah, she's very over the top. Great as a twin, but it works for me, Mm -hmm. and uh, and it works again in his world too, right? Like she knows that she's allowed to choose some scenery. See, I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was a little too over the top. I think like he went a little too far. Yeah. He was fine in it, and he had some funny moments, but I think she kind of like fit better in this yeah. world for me. But uh, And Paul Dano, another, he's yeah. always a standout. And he he's was great. He, he fit so the right good. tone. Oh, he was perfect. And the effects. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, good. It's weird that you watch these $200 million mar- like I think this film had better effects than most of the movies this year. The actual little... uh, animal, the super pig, yeah. actually felt in... like a... Oh, yeah. From that first scene, you're like, you're living with this super pig. It's incredible. I wasn't going to put it on my list because I watched it yesterday, and I was like, where do I put this on my list? And I feel like I'm still going to maybe put this too low or too high, but I had to because it's it's a remarkable piece of filmmaking, and I know we're going to be talking about it. Yeah, and it it definitely hits you on an emotion level. Um, We didn't mention that it is all about this little girl. She grew up with this this octa animal, this pig-like animal. And it's her trying to get the animal back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just it worked for me. And like I you guess guys it's, said, I guess it's the they they think it's the the biggest one event that's changing people to become vegans. Is the, uh, in, Ar- in the Ar- history Ar- of time? Yeah, this movie. This movie. That's crazy. I, it's well, weird because you know no what? One... It makes sense. 
It's weird though. Like I'm not hearing anyone talk about this film. I didn't see it on any lists. Well, like probably like the meat meat the meat Net- factor. It's the Netflix thing. I I really do yeah. think there is something about Netflix. Well, I know that so for much, critics, but I, yeah. I don't know about like this podcasters. Was, and it stuff. didn't like, get like any, uh, any, any Oscar nods because it didn't get released in theaters, right? Mm-hmm. And that well, yeah, works? like I, I understand like why. Yeah, I understand yeah. the the big and they booted at the Cannes Film Festival because the Netflix yeah. sign came up. Oh, well, again, we've talked about Netflix is kind of definitely changing and possibly killing the industry in a certain mm-hmm. way but at the same time what they are great at is these type of films yeah. that would have never probably got made if it wasn't for Netflix so, but you only watch this on your phone no no this one I oh. did watch on the uh, on, on the, the our, my my big screen it's not huge but um, yeah no I, I really uh, dug this film and uh, yeah it was a nice surprise uh, it was the other movie you watched on your phone sorry the other one was uh, I Don't Feel at Home yeah he yeah, watched that right. on his phone I watched, I think, three, and they were those type of smaller. Yeah, awesome. Uh, okay. Number nine. Uh, number nine for Adam. Uh, uh, Baby Driver. Oh, yeah, dude. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's like basically watching a music video yeah, heist yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> that opening scene, even when he's dancing, and like as he's dancing, the lyrics are happening around him. I, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was genius. I'm in. Yeah. I guess he's thought about that um, John Spencer Blues Explosion song for years and wanted to put it into a movie, oh, and then... It works. I, I really like the soundtrack. I don't know mm-hmm. as much about music as you guys. Was mm-hmm. it all older music? Or no, it's all over stuff? the place. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because yeah, I, I like, like that song's soundtrack. from the 90s. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of it was from like the seventies. Some of it was like yep. modern. I'll spoil it. Didn't quite make my list. It was very no, close. Again, another dude. one that like fought back and forth for number ten. I usually find car chases so boring, but this did it so well. It was so action packed, so enthralling to me. It was definitely one of the more unique yeah. film experiences. There's nothing quite like that. Like like mm. you said, it's like a, a music video. Every part of the movie is but not some flowing, not some cheapo McGee no, music video. No, exactly. Like this is like I. You can tell he spent a lot of time putting each scene together to each make it all... Each scene so, seems so meticulous. And, and it, it was funny. I, I watched this a, uh, quite a while ago now, and it wasn't going to make my list. And then I was thinking about it. I'm like, how can this not make my list? Like, it, mm. One, it's a technical marvel, but I also am a, uh, emotionally attached to these people. Yeah. Like, they're, You care about ba- their you characters. You care about his like, yeah. girlfriend at the driver, at the dri- um, diner. At the diner, yeah. So you guys still put on your list even with Kevin Spacey, eh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was really good at this. Yeah, he, I can't, let's be honest. I, I know everyone like doesn't it, want to. Yeah. He's a fantastic yeah. actor. Like you can't take that away. Whether it's his personal life, it's mm. it's one of those things. Yeah, like, it might does. He might. You know, he he may not make it. Well, he, he might. He'll make another film again, but it's going to be. Or he goes to jail. We'll see. Yeah, either either way. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate because he was. I don't know if he'll make a film again. I think I think there's a chance if he comes out. More things come out about him, unfortunately, and then you Victor actually Selva worry about is still going. making pictures. Yeah. Who molested a kid? But he did his time, right? Uh, on screen, like and filmed it in that movie, yeah. and he still is making. I, films I think all of that's gonna that's change. gonna change. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Anyways, uh, Polanski, yeah. like it's yeah. gonna be tough to see him getting money, yeah. and I um yeah I I liked it. I I just I'm not sure how I feel. With the kid dancing around, and sometimes it just felt a little too much. I, I thought that was. Oh charming, yeah, I love man. it. I, I thought that for like the one time where he's trying to ex- explain to his, his grandpa or whatever. I thought that was. So I don't charming. know. At some point, I thought like it was a, a little bit cheesy. It, like it's a movie. Yeah. Like it's almost like the musical that I want to see. Like without. Yeah. yeah terrible listening. like jukebox musical. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Anyways, that's my number nine. Yeah. Cool. My number nine is Mother by okay, uh, Darren nice. Aronofsky. I 
couldn't stop watching this movie. It is batshit crazy. I had no idea yeah. where it was going. I had no idea where this it was. This is my wife's number one. It was absolutely amazing. Like, there's so much, um, what's it, not um, allegories on this. They're just kind of like looking around, like, fell in love with it. And uh, who's a guy, um, Javier Bardem? Yeah, yeah. Fell in love with him. <laughs> fell in love with, like, it was a difference between, like, him and uh, uh, J Law. <laughs> I might go with him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I'm gonna talk about this one yeah. more. It's it's up on my list. I feel like like some people hate this movie. Oh, hate. This is probably the most devi- I can divisive see film why of the year. Hate it. But I don't even care about the actual like basic metaphors. Like mm-hmm. the metaphor from oh this has to mean this to this. Yeah. I don't care. Like it could mean a million different things. Like it just gets you thinking constantly, and it's. Probably the most disturbing film right. of the year too, and yeah. I, so you guys don't consider it horror, or because you didn't I, have? It I, in your I don't think list. I would consider it a horror because hmm. not really that scary or spooky. Like there's not there's a bit of violence, yeah, but, but not isn't, many. I don't know. I think of horror as it, it, disturbing. I yeah. think it could like if Personal Shopper is a horror movie or a Ghost Story is a, mm-hmm. a horror movie. Yeah, I think some, this yeah, is, it's one of those ones. I guess that yeah. But uh, could go either way. No, no, I'll, yeah, this will come up again. Mm-hmm. I All did right. not get a chance to see that, so I cannot talk about it. Fair enough. Uh, my number nine, Wind River. Uh, oh, I haven't seen this yet. Starring Jeremy Renner, Elizabeth Olsen. Again, kind of topical of what's going on now. Mm-hmm. Like we, I think around the well, Canada and. Uh, the states uh, with all the the Native American women being murdered and just being forgotten and they don't even bother opening cases like mm-hmm. a lot of these don't even get investigated but yeah this is a murder it opens up this uh, woman is running in the snow she dies from running so long in the cold that her heart literally explodes, explodes. Uh, Jeremy Renner is like this expert tracker he's they hire him to like hunt predators out in the wild that if like mm-hmm. a wolf are killing their cow or something they hire him to eliminate it but so he's an expert tracker he also has this whole emotional story where his daughter was killed his his wife is native american so i guess she would be half uh, native american but she was murdered and they never solved her murder elizabeth olsen's this rookie fbi agent out of her game and she's sent just because they're like you know again they're not sending they're not wasting their time on this and yeah, it's just them investigating this murder, and it gets pretty dark at times, but it's just very interesting. Um, yeah, I don't really want to say too much yeah. about it, but it was it was really well shot, fantastic. And Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Renner is okay. fantastic. He wasn't like wooden or anything? He uh, he's, was, yeah. I, you don't like him. I'm I think he's fantastic. Yeah. I, everything I see him in, he's usually good. I mean, other than the Avengers films, but yeah. I mean, fuck, everyone's wooden on those films. Uh, yeah, I, I thought he was great in this. Um, this was a nice surprise. I've been hearing things about it. Yeah, it's um, the one that I, I, I murder again- kind of mystery. Trying to do this, I feel like again, if you give me another month, you could probably get through. Uh, yeah, your more. list could completely change. There's, That's how I feel there's, too. there's like a handful of movies, especially yeah, that I was dying yeah. to see that, and I couldn't. Anyways, and uh, again, yeah, it, again with what's going on, like you keep on hearing this constantly in the news, big thing in Canada, but yeah, yeah. it just really makes you think, and it, it fucking it's just depressing that yeah. you know this shit happens constantly, and it's not like. It's not like you know what two people murdered yeah. this. It's constantly and and and, and people and hundreds that never, never solved, never yeah. solved, and and even if they are solved, people it's, are getting away with it. Yeah, it's so crazy. it's it's fucked up. But yeah, it, it was a great film. Um, Number eight, Adam Octa. Nice. Yeah, which we talked about. Don't need to talk about. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable movie. Maybe lower, maybe higher. Because I watched it last night. It could go mm-hmm. either way. Eh? But I had to do it. I like yeah. I bumped a movie. Like I had a, I had ba- well, we'll talk about my three-way tie for yeah, honorable mentions later. Mentions. 
Uh, Maddie, number eight. I'll, Logan Lucky. Yeah, that was the one. I really enjoyed this movie. Who, it was, was that um, uh, so Soderbergh? Yeah, Soderbergh. Yeah. I guess they were calling it like Ocean Seven Eleven. Like, I I like it better than any of the Ocean's movies. It was so much fun. Like, yeah. I it was way better. Like, way more like well crafted. And I think what this year needs more of is a John Dever songs being sung <laughs> at emotional intervals. I think this this was the movie that Octa bounced. Yeah. Um, it's just such a likable movie. Right? Yeah. And who's that guy who played um, James Bond? Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig was so good in this. Uh, Adam yeah. Driver was amazing in this. I guess he had like the uh, one arm, like the prosthetic, and it worked very well in this very movie. Very well, yeah. It, it, it's a good, there's a plot point with it, too. Yeah. It, it, yeah, a, a great it's movie nice, that right? I, I feel like I'm going to regret not putting on my mm. top 10 because it's, I, I do like, I think Steven Soderbergh is, is often not valued enough. Right. Uh, I didn't see that one. I didn't, no? I, didn't, I didn't hear that much about it. It looked fun, but I yeah, just, it was a, again. It was, was kind of like one of those ones that got thrown to the wayside yeah. when it came to. It's honestly like what I want blockbuster movies to be. I I, I, I love but a I good even, heist I, movie, and this was a heist movie with a lot of charming characters yeah. and a lot. Did of it bomb? Like I don't. No, no, it did pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Um, my number eight is uh, one you guys are gonna throw your uh, nope, your beer no in my again. eyes that it's so low because I'm sure you guys have it higher. The Shape of Water. Um, I, I, I like this film. I didn't love it. I think yeah. it's, it's, I mean, I enjoyed it a lot more than well, Crimson Peak and Pacific I, I, did you, Rim. Did you watch it on your phone or uh, what? No, I didn't watch it on my uh, phone. I liked it. I wanted, I was going to put it in horror film just so it could be higher up and yeah. I could, you know, throw another film in this list so I could, you know, not have 11. Yeah. But um, I, I definitely can't consider it a horror. No. Uh, Michael Shannon was great. I don't know the female oh, lead, but she was really Oh, good. man. She's uh, a Hawkins. Um... And I even liked her friend at the... Oh, yeah. Oh, Octavia she, Spencer. All, all the supporting so all the supporting cast was good because even her gay friend as well was great. Oh, uh, Richard Jenkins. I love Richard... From Bone Tomahawk. And, How come yeah. he doesn't have an Oscar yet? That's a question I'm wondering. He better. He better win the Oscar yeah, he is so good uh, in that. Um, on Sunday. Everyone was good in this. The mm. music was fun. It, it kind of mm. felt like this charming 50s classic. A mix of like yeah. romance. You even yeah. have some musical it, elements in like there. It felt like a 50s sci-fi movie too, right? What yeah, there's that aspect too. Yeah, the, the creature looked yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't have too many complaints. Somebody give um, Doug Jones an Oscar too. Yeah. <laughs> while I'm Ma- at it. Yeah, Sally Hawkins. Sally, Sally Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah, Sally Hawkins. She was great. Yeah, that that's one of the best. Pro- I also felt this was a movie for me that I'm really glad I saw on the big screen mm-hmm. because. My God, is it, it shot? It looked gorgeous. Incredible. Gorgeous. And her friend was Octavia Spencer. Octavia I thought she Spencer, was really funny, yeah. too, because um, she's kind of the one that has to constantly talk yeah. for her friend because she's a mute. No, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I don't know why. I just didn't love it, though. I wasn't blown away. It was just like this charming kind of whimsical, you know, I had a smile on my face watching mm. it, but it never, like, elevated where it blew me away. There's a weird, yeah, weird little sex scene in there. um, (laughs) But there's a great joke about that. Yeah, like, I can't believe, I wasn't expecting to love this movie as Mm. much as I did. I thought it would just be like, oh, I like Del Toro, but, you know, I've heard it's maybe too sentimental or something, but I I felt for all that charm. It was, I felt, I'll talk about this later. We'll (laughs) talk about it later. I'm almost disappointed too. I mean, again, this is a more unique film, and that film would have been, you know, we've seen it ten times. But mm-hmm. I, I, I still want to see like an, a creature from Black Lagoon remake. Like I want to see mm-hmm. a horror film with the creature. This yeah. film has zero horror elements. Yeah, really. yeah. Other than it's the definitely creature, a romance. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. I liked it. It just again, it never like mm-hmm. hit that high, blow, no. blow me away uh, point. So yeah. that's my number eight. 
All right. Well, I'll talk about this later. But uh, what's your number seven, buddy? So my number seven is Logan. Okay. Um, uh, nothing, not Logan Lucky or just Logan? Just Logan. Logan. Uh, okay, okay. I, uh, I feel like this is my favorite superhero movie outside of, Batman? of the Batman trilogy. Yeah, it makes the, sense. The Nolan movies. I'm there the whole way. It's the it's the movie that I wish we had uh, with Wolverine the whole time oh, from yeah, the get go. Yeah. Eh? Uh, but it, it's just a great film. Like the the pathos is there. I guess the one thing that is kind of not there is like we never had this character. So why do we get this now? Like that's maybe it's my only almost com- like the first like five minutes for an apology for like the other movies. Like oh here's Wolverine. Remember he's gonna cut off some arms. He's gonna fucking put it in someone's neck. He's gonna but the the these fucking the young actress is incredible in it. Yeah. Patrick Stewart is is so fantastic. Good. Stephen in Merchant. It. Where did he come from? How come he is oh, yeah. in this movie? Um. So so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I imagine Kyle will be talking about yeah, this. Yeah, I won't and, say uh, uh, much about it right now. Uh, I'm out of year number. My number seven six, is seven. Kong Skull Island. I really like this too. I, it's not on my list, but I, I I did enjoy this a lot. They have monsters galore. I loved I love King Kong, but I, I loved more is the actual monsters that were on Skull Island, like the monsters that looked like bamboo leaves, like the spiders that like mm-hmm. uh, the logs that look like uh, manatees and shit like that. And what's great about this movie is Samuel Jackson is only in this movie to make that speech as they're going through the uh, the clouds. Do you remember the speech? Like he's talking about Icarus flying too close to the sun, yeah, but like cool. you know what? Your father isn't this goddamn Icarus. It's United States of goddamn America, and they're giving you steel to go through this clouds. Like, like, yep, Samuel Jackson, hold on to your butt. This was one of Loved my most it. anticipated films, and I, I I enjoyed it, but I was just like, oh, that was kind of fun. Uh, uh, see, everyone hated Godzilla because you didn't see enough Godzilla. Mm-hmm. That was my problem with this film. I thought we saw too much Kong that by the end it almost felt like a Michael Bay film. And it's like, okay, a cool action scene with Kong is great, but by the end I feel like I was like drained. And uh, I, I don't know, I wish we saw less and more like I make it monsters? special when he comes yeah, out. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that way too. By the end of it, it, it was a little bit of like uh, Just a big summer blockbuster yeah. of, of the monster. But there are some cool moments. Cool there. moments and, and good characters. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I love John C. Riley yeah. in this. Yeah, he was amazing in this movie. That guy is so goddamn talented. He can go from, like, this weird, goofy, like, guy who's been stranded on an island. this emotional... At the end yeah. of this movie, I actually shed a tear when he gets reunited. Yeah, it's yeah. so fucking good. And there's almost like they're trying to pull off a sequel. Like, you hear that? They sound like birds, but... They're ants. They're not birds. <laughs> like, what happened on this island, man? I want to see the sequel now. Or the I don't know. I, I thought, like, the characters were kind of wasted. Sam Jackson was very over the top, and I thought Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson were totally wasted. Like, they didn't need that caliber of actor for that role. Uh, and even John Goodman, I don't think he had as much to do. I enjoyed John Goodman in this movie. Um, he was still, yeah, decent because yeah. it's John Goodman, but I, I don't know. I expected more from this flick. Did you? I, I enjoyed uh, it. I probably expected but... way less from this yeah. flick, and that's why I'm enjoying it. It pretty much. I it who directed delivered. this? It delivered everything it promised. Here is King Kong on Skull Island. He's going to use trees to smash helicopters out of the sky. I'm sold, baby. Yeah, it's just, it's just a classic monster <laughs> yeah. movie. Um, Jordan Vo Roberts, who also directed The Kings of Summer. So oh, which, which I really like, The Kings of Summer. Yeah, I, I didn't mind that flick. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I think this is for like, if you hated Godzilla, you're probably going to love this film. Mm-hmm. For me, I loved Godzilla. I'm, I know I'm the minority I there. Both. I haven't seen um, Godzilla. I just, I, I would yeah. rather have that flick where it's like more... You see hints of... Yeah, uh, more tell, less show, whereas this one I thought it was like... All show. You could tell, it's kind of like, again, we'll talk about it, but it's kind of like... 
Batman versus Superman, where it's like everyone's, I got to mention Batman versus Superman in every episode. Whereas that was kind of like the critics hated that film. Mm. So Justice League was like, let's do the complete opposite as a reaction. Yeah. And that's what I felt this flick is everyone complained. You didn't see Godzilla. So like they went over the top and let's have Kong every five minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I wish there was a little more um, hold back a little bit. Um, I will so. agree. Like Kong was kind of like the, uh, it was cool to see Kong like using like trees and weapons and shit, but I enjoyed the monsters way yeah, more. Yeah, the other element. Yeah. Yeah. Kong. But yeah, I get I, I like Kong's it. amazing I liked too. It, but I just I didn't love it. I, and the other thing too, like in the, the original King uh, King, the original Kong stories, mm-hmm. there's always, there's that whole emotional love story between him and the and the the, the blonde the, the woman. The guy that, he is, you don't get any of that. He is there's, no, type. <laughs> there's no emotion here. This is big dumb mm-hmm. monsters fighting each other. So if that's what you want, you're gonna it delivers in that aspect. In but um, yeah, I just I was hoping for a little more myself. Uh, my number seven, again, I'm sure low compared to possibly you guys if you've seen it. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. That's my number six. <laughs> um, Doesn't make my list. Oh, really? That's Everyone's great. saying this is like the number one film. Everyone's saying it's going to win all the Oscars. I can see that. Francis McDormand was amazing so in it. Sam Rockwell is good. Woody Harrelson was fun. I loved Woody Harrelson. <laughs> no, this no. Movie. Woody Harrelson is my favorite part of the movie. He, okay. He, that, he does this one speech that is so good. Charming that touched me in such a weird well, he, emotional he, level. Yeah. The whole that movie is this me. weird where it's emotional mm. but comedic. It, it's like making you like go character. through so many emotions constantly mm. throughout. Um, no, he was my favorite character. I don't know if he was my favorite acting yeah. performance. Not that he was bad, but I don't. I don't know. I guess he didn't have as much emotional mm-hmm. moments to do. But it, it's this weird film where like I hate all the characters in the movie. <laughs> really? But then like it's like I love Fran- yeah. Francis. Mc- Frances McDormand I'm saying her name McDormand, right McDormand yeah. she's uh, every scene like she's in she's awesome I love her mm-hmm. but I hate her as well yeah. like she's a terrible person yeah. but then she's so awesome like she's just take no shit yeah. I love when those, those like high school that- kids throw the drink on her car and she gets out and fucking <laughs> kicks them she goes in pretty much has the, the police force and fear of her mm-hmm. like Great character, but then you know, other times you hate the decisions she does. Yeah, it's really hard. Like, one every time you want to root for someone, they do something. I think the only character that is actually a decent human being in it is Woody Harrelson. Yeah, um, Sam Rockwell again. That's like <laughs> he he's was, the worst he guy. He's so terrible in this. Um, I still say he's but yeah. then, the worst guy. Yeah, but then, yeah, they try to he they, tries they try, to redeem I, him I don't want to try to, yeah, I don't want to spoil too much. So, I don't know. It's this weird, it almost felt like this weird Cohen. Right. I had film. no idea where it was going from the get-go. But like, maybe not quite as yeah. good. Yeah. I don't I, I liked it. I didn't love it as much as everyone else. Um and yeah, it's this weird film where at the end, like I don't know how I felt. I was kind of angry. Mm-hmm. Like I that was, aspect I don't know. I like I don't find the motivation for any of these people and their decisions to be grounded in any mm-hmm. sort of way. And there are scenes that I act absolutely was blown away from, but in the end a lot of these movies I've gone and thought about, and you would think this movie, I would go and think about it a lot mm. because there's all these conflicting. It just passed right through me. Didn't even yeah, do the second I, thought. I, I mean, again, the the problem is too the whole point of the film. I think, like she's in the wrong. Really, yeah. I just get she's upset and she wants to have this, but really, like Woody Harrelson pretty much sets her straight from the yeah. beginning. What's going on? And so right from the beginning, you're kind of like. Oh, because I thought this was going to be different, and like it was going to be, you know, the cops did something wrong, and we're rooting for her. Again, this this is but, an honorable mention for me. Yeah. This, if we're doing a top fifteen, it would get. On it's that. probably like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, it wasn't making my list. 
then it was just making it, and then it jumped up, to, and then I watched the trailer, and it jumped up to, to, to kind of refresh my arm, and it jumped up to. Seven. I was really excited because In Bruges is still like oh, so I love I In Bruges. Was the Peter Dinklage in, in Bruges as well, or no? Was that the other dude? I can't remember. Yeah. It might, yeah. I think this is one of the funniest films this year. Though. Like, I think yeah. the comedy moments, the dark comedy moments, really worked. Mm. I, like when it ended, my fiance is like, "That was supposed to come." I'm like, "Think about it. there was a lot of really yeah. funny moments." Of a I lot think of it great works lines. better than yeah. I, I, it works much better as a comedy than it does as a drama. Yeah. But it's a very depressing film at the same time. Like very, very dark and depressing. Like even like the violence is pretty. Yeah, it's pretty I, harsh. I always found like I guess I found a lot of that aspect was forced or something. There's something about this movie where I go, this is everything that you like but you don't like it. That's like weird, or right? like there's so, just something's a bit off for something's you. Something's a bit off for me and I th- I thought about it today making the list mm-hmm. and it was the first one out of my honorable mentions was like don't even think about it. Hmm. Like this this movie was uh like there's a lot of great things about this but it's it's missing way too much. I don't know if I'll go back to it. Okay. So, mm-hmm. I, like, I could tell you thought this. I thought this would have been higher. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I, I thought this is totally too. your type of film. But I, I think I already got some of your list pinned down. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let's jump on to your number six. My number six is Good Time. Ooh, good Time. That's, that's funny. I was yeah. thinking about that in my head. <laughs> um, I love the tension in this movie. It never. It Let's grips up. you, right? Are these guys? Is this their first? Like, I, I think they did some short films. I stuff. think they've is done this some. Their first? I think this might be the first. Actually, let me. Just the first time this. I heard about these guys actually was their Criterion Closet video. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I love. Everyone should check out where they just have like actors or directors going to the Criterion Closet, mm-hmm. pick films they love, and talk about them. And these guys like loaded it up, <laughs> and I think they took the most I've ever seen anyone. But it's kind of cool. They seem like genuine fans, you know, fans which I thought was cool. And and the one uh, the director is is in 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 the film. yeah he's a star playing the, playing the brother brother yeah oh wait that guy was uh, wasn't he's handicapped? the no he's no. like he, that's a performance get out of yeah, here he's totally yeah how come this guy isn't nominated? so they do have another feature length film oh, cool. uh, that I've never seen called heaven heaven knows what but I'd be really interested to see it mm-hmm. I love the soundtrack probably my favorite mm-hmm. soundtrack of the year. Um, I love how that sound design just like adds this mm. again. Like there's just this constant tension of things going wrong. Yeah. But the Ro- and and Robert Pattinson, I don't think I've ever seen him in a movie where I've been like, wow, that guy's awesome. He is so good in this. So good in this. I'm gonna talk about him in a second. But yeah, yeah. Um, this movie didn't make my list. Another one that like th- just the, the, sneaked the, out from eh? like ten to fifteen. You can switch them all around, yeah. like Baby Driver was in there, and this mm. was another one. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's a cool, it's an interesting, like, realistic take in a heist where, again, he doesn't necessarily make the right decisions, mm-hmm. but I thought it was so interesting, like, from where it goes and where you think it's going to where it ends. I thought all that was so fascinating. Mm. Um, yeah, it's this cool little indie flick, and yeah, like I said, I'll talk about him in a second. Um just shy of making my list. And again, like like the I Don't Feel at Home, I like that where it's this like kind of bumbling. They're yeah. not, you know, it's not your typical heist They're film. They're not wicked smart. They're, uh... I don't think I, I, that's the other thing. Like the the feel of this or the pace of this, it, it felt almost like. Uh, You're just There's like a genre va- vaporwave. And like this, mm-hmm. like this is the, and then it creates this like of music and it creates, there's a nasty side genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the nasty side genre. Like mm-hmm. this to is. To me it. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's what. That's why I love this is just because it. I, I think the first time I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's that's a really cool heist film." And then I thought about it the next day, I was like, "Have you seen anything like that yeah. ever?" 
Well, it, I was going to say, like, it feels like literally we are getting a camera. That's not Robert Pattinson. That is like this white trash character yeah, that has lived a shitty life felt like that, and is right? a shitty person to survive. And like we're just gonna follow but this. But also guy like loves his brother. Oh, yeah. yeah, and and uh Yeah, he's doing this all for him. But he you can all you can tell that this guy has been around the block and he's been doing this for a long time. He knows how to get that scene with the young girl yeah. that he makes out with just so she doesn't see like you can tell He's he's so good at this that he he knows how to like what to do at the so right good time at manipulating people. Yeah, exactly. Kinda... Yeah, I I uh, I did enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just shy. Uh, yeah, Maddie, who did the soundtrack. I did my number. Why don't tricks been ever? Yeah, because it was um who was it? Um, Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop does a song with last. with yeah. one o tricks in him yeah, to the song. So that song's cool. amazing at the end. So good. I like. I rarely like score doesn't actually. Yeah. bump things for me but it seems so integral it was uh, kind of like it does for me uh, score always plays a huge like impact. I, I, score is important of yeah. course but some this one it's like Johan Johansson R.I.P. in Arrival for me like yeah. how that elevated everything because yeah. it interacts and, and the score in Good Time interacts with every scene yeah cool yeah my number six is three billboards okay so we already talked about this um so my number six uh, is another Robert Patterson flick. What? I uh, I was saying, I said for their horror that Twilight, <laughs> I need to revisit, not revisit, I've never seen them. But you have to watch? After those watching. two actresses are two actors I never thought, and it's like, some of the the two best performances this year were Kristen, well, not, I don't know if they were my favorite, but mm-hmm. arguably, Kristen Stewart was fucking fantastic. I've looked at her yep. in a new light. And yep. Robert Patterson, who was amazing a good time that you just talked about, and he was also amazing in this flick, and it's, yeah, like, where did these guys come from? Do I need to go back and revisit their catalog? Because they were both so good this year. So next week we're doing Twilight? Yeah. That, that, was, uh, that was happening? Anyways, my number six, The Lost City of Zed. Oh, I haven't seen this. I, I've been dying to mm-hmm. see this one. Is that about, what's his face? Um, it's a uh, J- James Gray? Yeah, directed by James Gray. The Immigrant. Um, it also stars Charlie Hunnan. Hunnan? 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 Who I, I think Pacific is usually Rem? terrible. Yeah, like I usually do not like this guy. He is the worst part of Sons of Anarchy. He's terrible in, uh, he's the worst part in Crimson, Crimson Peak. Peak. Yeah, yeah. A, like from everything I've seen him in, he's terrible. He was okay and undeclared playing yeah. just the, the good looking British dude. British dude. But yeah, he was actually, this the first mm. film where I'm like, this guy, he was good in this. Um, Robert Patterson kind of stole, Robert Patterson was kind of the Val Kilmer of Tombstone in this flick. Yeah. I mean, it's not an action movie, but he was kind of like the sidekick that kind of stole the I the forgot scenes. that he was even in this, yeah. Yeah, um, it, yeah. It, it is based on the true story of the uh, explorer that did, again, it, it's an unsolved mystery, I'm not mm-hmm. spoiling, I, I don't think at least, but he went spent his whole life searching for this lost city of gold what's the guy's name fairweather i don't know is it um, but yeah he Quartermain. was never Quartermain. He, he's Quartermain? never he never was found again and alan quartermain was that it but the way it, uh no no that's that's like a final youth i think alan quartermain is like a fun adventure okay. i don't think that's a real character but anyways yeah he sent out some map the area and that's where he hears about this and discovers some pottery um, and this is back again. This is like, I think early 1900s, I want to say. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, 1905. Anyways, this is like when like they think like, ah, the savage, like he comes back and says like, no, the savage, the, the, the natives were there before us. And like, 
this just like he gets laughed at by all the British. There's no way these savages were here before us mm-hmm. on the land. You know, this land we were the first ones to discover land, and like they're blown away that these people could like have any intelligence. And he goes in, he ends up like going in, joining a tribe, and learning that like these people are actually like people. They've been able to farm areas that we never could. The jungles learns a lot about them and the civilizations there, and um, this whole discovery of that, like. That what these these tribes actually are, but also he as he's looking for this um this city of this city of gold and goes throughout like his whole life, um really fascinating, beautifully shot, um great ending. Again, we all know what happened to him or didn't happen mm-hmm. to him, but it, it kind of leaves it, I guess, ambiguous. Mystery. I don't say too much else. Um, but yeah, I just I really dug it. Everyone was really cool, and it's just a fascinating. I always love these type of films too. Mm-hmm. These unsolved. This this was mysteries. one of the main ones. It might be. A, I think it's this in Phantom Thread where the the two and then the Florida Project where I went. Should have checked it out. I right? need to get uh, Phantom Thread. I, I almost like waited around in Oakville for another hour to watch it in Oakville. Yeah, I, I didn't get to see it uh, either. Like like an hour in Oakville is like five hours anywhere else. Yeah, it? so it didn't happen. But yeah, it um, it was a nice surprise for me. I really uh, dug it. And I, I, again, out of a lot of these ones, like um, yeah, I I think I want to revisit this one. Yeah, um, you know, again, so. My number five is Mother, which we oh, we talked about earlier. Um, again, like I don't think I've seen anything like this. It always feels very surreal, dreamlike. Um, I don't have the same complaints. I love how audacious it is and crazy and how a guy can just go and use his imagination to make a movie. that like It's refreshing in a way. <laughs> it's it, a movie... It's weird to call a movie that this disturbing, yeah. refreshing, but I feel like it's gonna hold up on multiple viewings. Just to get what the fuck is going on half the time, right? Well, I can't believe a studio gave this movie a big yeah. release, and Jennifer Lawrence starred in it, who's one of the biggest actresses mm. out there. Because from what I've heard, I mean, it's this fucked up, weird movie it, that it, it, they they called. So the, the, uh, it's it, the last basically third of the movie is a fever dream. Mm-hmm. It's just like. It, it completely goes it into goes non-reality. Like crazy, to batshit crazy, to like a, a, a hallucinogen. And you, we didn't talk about this earlier, but the design of that house mm-hmm. is incredible. So cool. How it creates this claustrophobic, never-ending labyrinth space. Again, I don't know if loved is the right word, but it's stuck with me. It's going to stick with me. I know a lot of people hate this. I don't think you need to read that much into it. I could watch this movie and have it be this thing, and you could watch the movie and have it be this thing, and we would both be right. Yeah, totally. You want to use your yeah. biblical uh, allegory. You want to talk about uh, climate change, metaphor, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. just it gets your brain thinking in a way that isn't – you don't feel it. It's not like, no. oh, man, this is a slog. I'm having to go through this. Yeah. It's making me think about all these things. You're just like attacking. The screen again. And you're watching every single like inch of that screen for something to. Uh, okay, so what does this mean? Like you're, you're in it. Yeah, you're you're totally in that space. <clears throat> How was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in this film? Because she had a bit of a resurgence. This oh, year. she's awesome so in this. And Ed Harris is. Ed so good. Harris is great. Yeah, the, the acting isn't incredible mm-hmm. in it. It's just again like they're trying to be these somewhat realistic but totally heightened characters yeah. all the time. Okay, Maddie, you're number six. My number five. five. Oh, number five, sorry. Is a comedy called The Big Sick. Have you seen this? Uh, No, I didn't get around to seeing it. This just missed mine, too. I fell in love with these characters. It's about this uh, comedy where these kids, they first start dating, and um, uh, they're 
uh, not really dating, but they're seeing each other. And the one girl gets like wicked sick and she goes in a coma. So this dude who's a comedian has to kind of hang out with her and her parents till she gets better. And he's kind of like, and they had broken up at this. They've kind of broken up, but he's the only guy. He kind of still likes. And this is her. like a true story. Right? It's a true yeah. story. It's based on, I guess, uh, Kumal Najier, who's the uh, host of uh, the X Files Files yeah. podcast, which and is kind of cool. He's like the Emily biggest X Files fan, and they actually make like a a joke about yeah. that. His ringtone is the X Files tone, nice. and this guy is so charming too. Like, I, 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 I do you watch Silicon Valley? Yeah, he is so. Yeah, good. he's so great. He's in so that. good. Do you listen to the indoor kids at all or no? No. Yeah, it's a podcast about video games and shit. See, Jed Apatil for me has just yeah. been on this downward slope. That's why I didn't bother with no, this one. No, I haven't it, really enjoyed his is, last couple flicks. I love having comedians just sit around chatting. And again, like it's not it, mm-hmm. Apatow, you know. He it's produced not, it, but he didn't really. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, didn't have much to do with it. He probably had his fingers in a few I think he, things. I think he, he does. Same way with Love. Yeah. The, the Have you seen the series Love? No. With uh, Paul Ruster. Yeah. It's. I enjoy that. Yeah, I really like that too. And 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 Apatow's been doing that. I feel like he's kind of. Um, the more he gets away from his own life, the better. Is <laughs> yeah, it, it, this it is forty stuff. Yeah, this is forty. Was not very good. Anyways, Ray Romano and Holly Hunter were the parents of this girl in the coma, and they are so interesting, so charming. You can see that they're like struggling to kind of yeah, so, uh, keep their marriage. Ray Romano. Going. This is the best thing I think he's ever done. I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah, this just missed mine. This this yeah. would have been in the top fifteen. This is a, this would have been ahead of three billboards. Yeah, yeah, it is in my list. I, yeah, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved yeah, it. Yeah, it's a very Charming enjoyable. As anything cool? I will check it out. Number five. Uh, my number five definitely will not be on any of your lists. I wanted to put a comic book film in there. Um, there was a lot of there was a lot of good ones this year. Not a lot of great ones. This film, even like the ending, you could argue is not good. But Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, the, uh, Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman. Other than Logan, mm-hmm. oh, I, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you almost forgot about that one, didn't no, you? <laughs> no, there's something about this mm. this one where I don't I, like. I enjoy this way more than I thought I was going to. I agree. Like I like the fact that she was actually like you see her training, you see her kind of getting her ass kicked a little bit, you kind of see uh, the origin of. I, I love the. Mm-hmm. There is like a, a a light humor in it. Oh that's yeah, nice. well, it's like the fish out of water. Um, yeah, I like the. It's the... weird seeing an army movie with Germans who aren't Nazis too, which is kind of weird. Like World War One hasn't really been like yeah. uh, pillaged just yet. And I like the um, the romance between her and um, Chris Pine. Like I, I thought say, there was, was some name? fun fun stuff between them. Like that could have been really corny, and I thought they did it in a, mm-hmm. a, a humorous way. Like you said, I liked all the origin stuff on the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, the war stuff was really cool. That cool scene yeah. in the um, trenches, which is mm-hmm. was amazing. Um, I saw this in the drive-in. I really need to revisit it because yeah. it wasn't the best quality. Fuck the drive-in. I know people love it, but like for me, driving. it didn't really. Uh, it's not a great way to see a movie. But yeah, I, other than the ending, I, I really dug it. Um, I still personally, I, I know this was DC's again reaction mm-hmm. to Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. This is more of like a Marvel DC film, yeah. but I still would put this over most Marvel films, it and I did works. put it over all of them uh, this year. But um, yeah, I still prefer Batman vs Superman myself. I, I prefer that kind of. I don't know. I find that one Great. had more to say, but um, this this one was fun and it was. A I surprise. still don't know if there's much like for me. I think why it doesn't make it is I just don't know if I want to really watch this again. Which is often yeah. my problem with the Marvel movies in yeah. general. Like, 
Well, yeah, th- this one, yeah, exactly. I know this isn't a Marvel movie, but it, no. fe- it feels the same feels way. Like yeah, Marvel movie. It's, it's, it's the closest yeah. Marvel film DC has done. I got, oh, I got everything League. out of this. <laughs> Oh, I want that. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, this was a surprise for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I've never been, I don't know much about Wonder Woman. I didn't really follow her. Mind you, the animated film was one of the best yeah. animated films DC put out too. So maybe I am a Wonder Woman fan. Uh, but yeah, it was a nice surprise. And it's a huge burn on Marvel because they had Patty Jenkins for um, Thor The Dark World. Oh, yeah. And Natalie Portman like rooted for her. They hired her and then they fired her. Like I think, I don't know if they had started filming. Oh, and then she crazy. left them. And, went under, and that's why Natalie Portman left Marvel after that. She was like, fuck you guys. Like I got this yeah. woman, you guys, and then you guys screwed her over after like I... You know, she's the reason I wanted to do that film, and that film sucked. And then she left and did uh, did uh, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. So oh, good for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it's it, it's a big thing. I mean, we had I mean this is 2018, but we had Black Panther, which is mm-hmm. huge. And it's kind of cool that we're getting these these big type of films that don't have a white male lead. You know, yeah. we've had a black male lead now that is one of the biggest movies mm-hmm. of all time and we had Wonder Woman that was one of the biggest movies of this year and it's a female led film that isn't a rom-com yeah it's kind of cool I mean that's I mean I know some people hate it for that political reason that mm-hmm. oh people only liked it because you know whatever you guys are feminazis whatever the fuck that is yeah it doesn't matter you know what that's not true movie. I thought exactly I thought Ghostbusters yeah. the remake with the women stunk was terrible that everyone thought that could have been that and this is the yeah. film that did it this is mm-hmm. the film to me that's like Yes, you guys can drop $150 million. If it's a good film, people are going to turn out whether you're male or female. So, uh, yeah, I I, I dug it. Cool. Uh, Cool. Adam, you're number four. A Ghost Story is my number four. (laughs) All right. So let's get into it, boys. Take off the gloves. and. uh, (laughs) Well, again, I thought the the last half was fascinating. So So, on the first half. (laughs) I don't know. how, How will I... For me, this movie is maybe the movie that stuck with me the longest out of everything and i i i remember waking up the next day and and, and i i've always pie. i've always been kind <laughs> of obsessed with time and how we see passage of time and, and and in a ghost story you get this almost like either comical or either horror trope and it becomes this you know he's wearing this hospital sheet and he becomes this aspect uh, of, of anyone's grief and and where he's positioned in the scenes is so incredible to me like you can't see his eyes right no. so I, i'm curious was it even casey affleck it was casey role? affleck okay. in everyone but one scene okay. uh where they had to reshoot one of the final scenes he's in every other scene and the positioning they they realize the less movement was the better and 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 so the pie scene for instance which is it's a big scene where it's it's four minutes and it's 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 at this point very slow and it slows it down to a crawl it really does yeah and she's eating this pie and you're wondering and then the aspect ratio i love too that where they're shooting this academy like square box it, it kind of like almost makes everything feel a little bit claustrophobic but anyways you're watching this pie scene and in the background is the ghost. He's watching all of this. He's watching her go through this moment about him, but he can't even register it at the same level. And and, and as you get the other scenes, they, they do this amazing way of being able to transport time with small cinematic touches, but that one lets you see that he's still not perceiving that the same way. He doesn't move. 
He doesn't move yeah. the whole time. Um, it for me is a movie I've gone back, I've rewatched sections of it, I've dove into it. I don't know why. Like I, I'm just obs- obsessed with how they were able to to create something moving out of something that maybe should be jokey or mm. or, or like one dimensional. Um, you can feel that that's been lived in. So when this place, the house changes, like he basically lives through renovations. Like there's a houses. lot that changes. Oh, that that's all cool. But again, you get through, you have to get through forty minutes of nothing before that. And I get I, it, I don't you, ever I see it, it as nothing. Like it's the most beautifully uh, yeah. formal directed movie. I, I, like I, I I love all of those those scenes. You you have to live in that that. You talk about quiet. You love a movie with quiet or Malik. You just don't have voiceover, so you, it's like you're watching a literary adaptation of a movie on screen, and you have to put your thoughts in into it, your own thoughts. Like, I, I don't know. It's not an easy film it, by any means. It's not for everybody. I'm not expecting that. Um, I, I have a friend who uh, who I realized like it was like. Four weeks after I'd watched the movie, he had seen the same thing. It's his number one movie. So he started talking about something, uh, like an early scene in that. And I was like, oh, he's 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 talking about the movie. Like, I, I wanted to talk about this movie so bad. Um, I, I think the way it deals with grief and, and how people have to move on, like, there's a heartbreaking scene of, where Rooney Mars' character does move on. But, like, that's, that's a natural thing that people have to do. Um... I just felt like we could have got all that in half the time, maybe even a quarter of the time. Like, I, I think we could have they could have sold us on the relationship and the grief without stretching it out to forty minutes. I don't think we needed forty minutes to show that. I think a good filmmaker could have did sold me on all that without having. But 40 it's a different. It, like you can make a conventional movie that way. I know, but it, you yeah. you have to live in those moments, and those moments are like. That's reality there, but a hyper reality through. I, I, I don't know. Anyways, I, it, I'm not. Gonna, like, I'm not like, here to convince no, no, anybody. No, no, no. And 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 I bet this movie. You know, we just talked about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is the most disposable like action movie fluff. This this has nothing to do with that. Like this, actually, you'll sit with and you'll remember that pie scene for the rest of your goddamn life. Yeah, not in a good way though. <laughs> but that that's also kind of it. Yeah, I don't know. I think like it felt like two separate films. I think again, I think the last half was interesting right from that douchebag hipster guy giving a speech, which is kind of a fascinating speech. I love that. It's uh Bonnie Prince Billy. <laughs> oh, get out of here. Yeah. Okay. He yeah, he just seems like I don't know. Yeah, he's he's yeah. this pretentious asshole, but and you've got the ghost talking and he's talking about an attorney. Like I love that that scene. Now, what's funny is Many critics like that. I've, I've like that's why they feel the movie falls apart often in terms of like the directing. Hmm. I, I don't agree with that, but like that's to me. I think that's a much more interesting idea of what it. We you never really tackled. Well, if this ghost is stuck in this house and it has to be stuck in this house over years and years and hundreds of years. Like I, I, I think, think that's, that's a, such an interesting idea that we've never. I think really that's the same about. thing that you're in in that. In those earlier scenes, though, too, um, like he's stuck in this in this house, and the blocking, uh, like I just love how they block the ghost the whole time, and you you don't see the ghost for a f- maybe five minutes before that scene, or or or, or, or a while, 
Like mm-hmm. we're 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 hang, hung up on on uh, four minutes of a you know an hour and forty minute movie or whatever. Yeah. Um, but again, I think that pie scene was pretty much the first forty minutes for me. Like I thought that pie scene was the one that really stood out for me. But I think that first forty minutes is. Anyways, yeah, I I think there's like I love when she's sitting there <laughs> listening to his song, and like not really caring that much. Like this is something that all he's he's given and. I'm curious to see Maddie's. I think Maddie would hate it, but who knows? I haven't Maybe seen it yet. Yeah, that's one thing I've been trying to get it to, um, but it's a, it's on Netflix. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe I knew this would be the one. most de- divisive yeah. of uh, probably all the all the picks. Yeah. Um, but for me, I I want more movies that try to break convention. I, I now uh, you you like Malik, and I do think it's like Malik without the voiceover, which. No, Which is, I, I personally prefer. I think Malik is. I don't know. I think his stuff, his films are better looking. But um, anyway, yeah. Anyway, so with this, you know, this would turn to half an hour of a ghost story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which I'm sure half our audience has not even <laughs> seen. So, yeah. Um, Maddie, your number four. Uh, my number four is a movie we already talked about. Uh, Baby Driver. <laughs> okay. We're talking about like, hey, awesome. Like, you know what's awesome? Car chases, right, dudes? <laughs> it was very well done. It's a real cowabunga movie, right? Yeah. Very well edited car yeah. chase film. Um, my number four, I don't, is this a dev- divisive pick? I don't know. I'm curious if you have it. I yeah. definitely won't. Star Wars The Last Jedi. <sighs> yeah, pretty divisive. <laughs> so this is a weird one. I haven't seen Everyone this Everyone either okay. hates it or loves it. And it's weird. I actually had an argument with someone at work for like our lunch stretched out to an extra Two half hours. hour arguing. <laughs> and I was arguing with him and he loved the film. And I was arguing with them the issues I had with the film. So it's not a perfect film. I think there's a yeah. lot of issues. But I think there's a lot of cool things they do in the film. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen. There's a lot of like cool things. Like um, They have like the, uh, the, the, the the drowned X-Wing. They have that one sea monster. This movie has a lot of like, fun the tele- things the, the, about the teleport, it. The um, warp speed into another ship. Like, yeah. A lot of things we haven't seen. It's like, we've never seen that before. That yeah. was kind of cool. A lot of ideas. Yes, they kind of fuck with uh, you know maybe what your ideas of a Star Wars film are. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't mind that. I just thought they could have cut out maybe about like forty five minutes and made this movie uh, really good. I don't know. I to me this is it kind of felt like the Did Empire. Whole, it it, it kind of dragged, but so does Empire. I mean, I, I don't know. But the Empire, like, it makes sense to me. But like, they just I feel like they introduce characters just to have an extra like um, yeah, side but, adventure so for nothing. Star Wars had got me back. Mm-hmm. I really liked Force Awakens. Yeah. I didn't go see Force Awakens because I didn't give a fuck about Star Wars yeah. anymore. And then this movie comes out. All I'm hearing about as how everyone. Like all these people that I know hate this, and I'm like, well, I... it's but like, again, yeah. like it, yeah. it's high up on a lot of it. It seems like Star Wars fans hate because they don't like the way they did Luke Scar. They don't no, think he would have did didn't, these. Decisions. I didn't mind that. I, again, there was an hour and I'm going to say 40 minutes of this movie that is absolutely amazing, visually stunning, a great plot. Everything. Come on, what do you think of Luke drinking that blue milk? I man. thought that was that fun, was right? I thought that was fun. It's the best Again, part of the film. It's cool things about movies like, like oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And like, there's one scene where like uh, she goes into this pit and like, it just like a thousand of her in a mirror and it just looks gorgeous. Laura Dern was cool in Laura it. Laura Dern was awesome. But again, there's like, 40 minutes of this scene where they go to like a casino. Uh, they well, inter- not, introduce maybe ben- 10 minutes, but yeah. Benicio oh, you're right. That, that scene I didn't love. has nothing. That one character who's, um, I don't know, just seems like she's shoehorned in for no yeah. apparent reason. Like, no, again, they can yeah. cut out that, that whole I had issues thing. with it, but at the mm. same, you know, the porgs, fuck them. Yeah. Um, I know, didn't mind the porgs. I was fine again. with them, but then at the end, I thought you could tell, yeah. like, we need more porgs yeah. to sell some toys to kids here. Yeah. Like, they were porgs. stuffed in at the end. Um, 
my biggest issue is a I love the Force Awakens. Mind you, I haven't mm. seen it since the theater, so maybe it won't hold up. Maybe I was just like so. So you've only seen the Force Awakens. Once. Yeah, I came out with the Force Awakens like a kid. It mm-hmm. reinvigorated Star Wars yeah. to me. Now it feels like Disney's kind of like making it like Marvel, where it's just oh another film again. Yeah. What, so what do you guys think of? Rogue One. I really enjoyed I, Rogue, I liked One, Rogue One. Actually. I liked Rogue One, and, and again, I'm sure I'll like Solo. But it is—it just feels like it's a little less special to me. Where Force Awakens, I love Force Force Awakens so would have yeah. made my list. I think again. it made my top. Rogue 10, One, I can't remember a goddamn thing about. Okay, which yeah, a lot of people feel the opposite. Everyone loves Rogue One and didn't really love Force Awakens, but I love Force Awakens. It's probably my favorite. Of the I, three. I did enjoy Force Awakens way more than Rogue One. Like, I don't think Rogue One made my top. 10. Um, but yeah, I just feel like what my biggest problem with this film is. Some of the things J.J. Abrams set up in Force Weekends that I was so mm-hmm. excited to see the payoff. Mm-hmm. It seems like Ryan Johnson was like, eh, fuck that. We're not, you yeah, know, I don't want to care about yeah. that stuff. And threw him away. And people argue, well, like I, the one thing I argued with the guy at work is he said, well, J.J. Abrams is great at doing that. He introduces all this stuff and then never pays it off. He probably wouldn't have had a payoff. Maybe. I don't know, though. But what yeah. I do know is that Ryan Johnson did not pay them off for me. Yeah. And the one thing I came away with this film I'm not really excited about the next one because the way this ends, How it didn't set up anything to... exciting. Whereas Force Awakens, with that ended, it set up so much yeah, for they me. Made, they I can't wait to see amazing. what happens with this. And our this new and friends are going to go on adventures. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. But so yeah. that is my problem. But again, I thought there was a lot of cool things in this film. And in the end, the whole time I was entertained. There's a really cool Jedi fight in there. Mm-hmm. There's a, a cool planet. One thing I felt about Force Awakens is everything kind of felt like it was just that could be Earth. Like, that's Ireland. That's yeah. whereas this, it felt like you know we got that planet with the red. Yeah, the exactly. Red the snow and the red sand. There's just a lot of cool ideas, a lot of great moments. The acting was great by everyone. Adam Driver is, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I still like Ray. She's a really cool character. She was the biggest surprise for Force Awakens for me. Mm. I wish she had more to do in this one. But And Luke, I thought, stole most of his mm. scenes. There were some cool stuff in there. Yeah, it's, it's not a perfect film, but in the end, I'm excited to revisit this one. Mm. And I came away really digging it. I'm curious how they're going to... Yeah. I feel like they really shot themselves in the movie for the third one because they had like an easy out with a Princess Leia, but they didn't take it. For some reason, they're like, yeah. ah, well, like, it just seems like... And I don't even feel... I don't know yeah. how I feel about her. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know scene, that, we'll say her scene in space. Yeah, see, it was so um, dopey. Like, they should have just eliminated that. Yeah. Like, why would they... I don't want... They set up all these cool characters just to... Um, yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Anyways, okay. it, it, that that seems to be I'm, the I'm most divisive yeah. blockbuster film, yeah, I guess. That makes sense. I, I, th- I would say Mother is probably the most divisive film, yeah. maybe this year. But this is probably the most, yeah. Uh, yeah, the blockbuster that everyone seems to be in one. I mean, Star Wars fans were so angry they literally petitioned to eliminate it from canon. It, and it, oh, no. it, it, but at the same time, it's was one of the better reviewed ones. Yeah. Yeah. Reviewed yeah. and and yeah, critics loved it. Mm. Fans shit themselves over. And it they made and made a. Crap, a lot of money. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, Star Wars I mean, it less, money. but yeah, it still did good. Yeah, but it's weird that looking at blockbusters these years because, like, yeah. Black Panther again. I'm sure it's great, but I don't know—is it going to be one of the best movies of all time? And then we also had like a month or two ago Jumanji, yeah. which, in my opinion, from 2017 looked like shit, and that yeah. is one of the biggest films of 2017. I think it may be. Well, we talked about this on the one episode. Yeah. The Rock <laughs> can do no yeah. wrong. He, he, he if. Some, someone give The Rock a good movie it'll break all the yeah. records yeah. ever um, or, or it'll do terrible because maybe his fan base just likes yeah. shitty yeah anyways I'm not going <laughs> to insult his, insult his fans because that's half the world apparently yeah. uh, here let's break into the big three so these Adam you're three. number three these three I, I really had trouble 
putting in order. These were the undeniable movies. Yeah, I think my three as well mm-hmm. are the three films in my list I actually feel are great films. Um, were, were some of the... I always find with these lists that some of the ones that are down the line, you look at it again in two years and you go, wow, that was incredible. And then yeah. some of them are down the line you go, eh, I probably shouldn't have picked that top ten. Well, I know one on your list. I don't know the other two. I'm completely... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, number three is Get Out. Okay. Nice. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was thinking I forgot you didn't do a yeah. horror song. Um, we talked about Get Out before. Yeah. This yeah. could have been my number one. It, it's probably the most enjoyable movie in the theater experience I've had in years. Yeah, yeah I, w- I wish I saw it in theaters. Everything clicked. Everything clicks in this movie. Yeah, um, yeah it's one of those films, I mean, again, I can talk about Star Wars and even my third film that I have some issues with mm-hmm. I don't know if I can think of any problems I had with this film no I'm trying to think about it I can't it's think of really well worked out and it, we, we we talked about it earlier but but yeah it's it's number three and could I, be number one I think it's going to hold up like a motherfucker yeah it's going to be, like, so do be I. one of the horror films yeah of the, of this hopefully like the kids who are like 13 uh, 12 right now this will be their uh, jumping point they'll be like oh this movie is number one for me well it'll, this is the Texas like, Chainsaw Massacre yeah. this is the Night of the Living Dead yeah, that's what I'm thinking this is the, the film of this the thing this, this, except it's a blockbuster yeah yeah that's true yeah um, so my number three is The Shape of Water oh yeah dude there is this one scene where Michael Shannon talks about these candies. Like, they're cheap. Uh, oh, yeah, I just I made of sugar. But I, I, I love them. Just love them. Like, yes, that is this. Everything this movie is like um, trying to shadow, like the 70s sci fi, the spy movies, the monster movies. Everything that people are like, oh, that's just cheap cinema uh, blockbusters. They're like, no, it's cheap. And but I absolutely And the, mo- love the most it. heart of anything yeah. I've seen. Uh, I, it's I, crazy. I imagine that was just like a Del Toro, like saying, like, yeah, like I know it's cheap, but I, I love it, man. Like it's all again, it's all of yeah. the things that he loves in a less obvious genre movie. Right? It's not a genre as usual. It's a, it's a mishmash of like a bunch of different genre movies. Like my parents can go see this yeah. and feel like it's one of their favorite again, movies. Nominated for an Oscar, like crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, M- Michael Shannon, he's got to be one of the most underrated. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never been Oscar nominated, has he? And every I, I year, don't that he, is he, ridiculous. Every year, he does like two or three films, and he's I great in all of them. He did, he got a lot of, he was even 8 Mile, right? I think he got some awards for 8 Mile. Eight mile? I think he was in 8 Mile. I think he got some awards the for that. The Eminem film? Yeah, I think he was. I'm going to look this up, actually. Like, he was great in Mud, he was great in yeah. Midnight Hour. Um, actually, Midnight Special? Midnight Special, sorry. Yeah. What was that movie about the Bigfoot that he did? <laughs> Did you watch that this year? No. It was a Christmas movie. Him and uh, Ian McShane didn't make a movie about like him dressing up as Bigfoot. No. I think it's called like Pottersville or something like that. I had a ton of fun. I have Shelter I picked up. I haven't watched but I heard Oh, Take that. Shelter. Yeah. He's yeah. amazing. He's a Man he of really Steel. Well. I think he's one of the mm-hmm. best comic book villains. Yeah. So something to give this guy an Oscar too. Take Shelter. Fuck, I forgot yeah, about that so one. Good. That dude. Uh, well, that's the same director that did Midnight mm-hmm. Special. And Mud. Mud, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a director that I always look forward to. Your yeah. number two? My number three. Oh, number, number three, three. Sorry. My number three, Logan. Logan. My favorite comic book film of the year. I don't want to give away my number two, but uh, <laughs> Logan. I, I do have some minor issues. Um, I don't want to spoil who it is, but the villain at the ending, I know I get mm-hmm. the theme, thematic reasoning behind it, but it, I didn't love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say that. And it is really when you bear it down. 
there's no plot. It's pretty much these characters are it's on a road It's a simple trip chase movie. road trip film. Yeah. But what works about it is yeah. the, it's a character development film, which we don't get in mm. comic book films. It's such like this stands out from every comic book film because it's not like there's cool action scenes and all that. Yeah. But all of that is just there to do to to surround the amazing uh, character development. The, yeah. I mean, this is a very emotional movie. Oh, yeah. it's This is a comic book film that you tear up at. It is a movie where a um, a mutant with a skeleton made out of antimony steel can make you cry, yeah. which is crazy. Well, and, and crazy. It just, it, it's like all these characters mm-hmm. we've grown, we've watched for 10 mm-hmm. years, and it kind of throws, it turns that all in its head, and it's like mm-hmm. all those characters you watched and you loved. They're and you dead. Used to, yeah, they're dead. And this character... Yeah. He's in a senile man that is dealing with yeah. this, the, all this Dementia. terrible shit that's happened with him and the guilt. It's, it it, it sets up the world yeah. Yeah. In, in a in a fantastic way, right? Like yeah. you get even if you're like myself, who I actually like the X Men movies. I think more than oh, I love them. I'm, I think they're better than. Yeah, sir. Go on. I, I would agree. I like Days of Future Past is yeah. one of my com- favorite comic films of all time, and that, it's such a shame because all you ever hear online is. Marvel fans, oh, the Fox films are so terrible. That's not like the comics. I can't wait. Now, unfortunately, Disney's got Fox. Finally, we're going to get to see the action films we want to see. I look and it's like Days of Future Past, Logan, yeah. they're all way better than, yeah. in my opinion, the Marvel films. Marvel Th- would never those, make this film. Yeah, the, both of those, for me, are better. Now, yeah. some of the other ones... Yeah, three was terrible. But X Men Two was great. Two was great. Even the Wolverine, I would say, was. I'll good. even give you like the X Men the original, like, first class. Yeah. I would say other first than class, the, yeah. the Last yeah. Stand and Wolverine Origins, they've mm. been hitting them out of the park. In my and opinion. three. Oh, wait, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, did I say? Yeah. Did you say three? Yeah, Last Stand. Oh, is Last three. Stand. Right. Yeah. Last Stand and Origins are both terrible films, yeah. unfortunately. But everything else, like I would put mm. over almost every like maybe Winter Soldiers up there, but mm. like. To me, it's like, yeah, like we Marvel is never going to make a film. They're never going to say, let's take our characters and say they're all dead. Yeah. And let's have this depressing, you know, it's, and, and it's times, not a comic all book the film. Are dead. And, and, the, and what we're used to. And, all the Avengers are dead yeah. except like Hulk and Iron Man. But like Maybe Iron Man's I, like a liver I think there was going something refreshing when the yeah. Marvel films came out. And that's why they mm-hmm. caught. There, there was. A style well, well, that yeah. we didn't and have. And they were, they were leading up to the Avengers, which at the time yeah. we had never seen. It was this big thing. Wow, you're yeah. going to do all these films and they're going to... Yeah. And yeah, I remember thinking like, how are they going to do that? Because like these, pro- they probably had to pay these actors this yeah. much for each film. And how are they going to get them all together? Mm-hmm. And they did it. And you're right. It was a big thing. But I mean, I've revisited Avengers and it didn't that really hold up anymore. Hold up. Now that it doesn't have I, that. Yeah, I, I had taken some time. I'd watched all the original ones and then finally got to the Avengers. All, all, all of that... Face to it's his got heart. some fun witty, witty banter but other than that there's not much yeah. to it and that's all Marvel films to me like other than again there's a couple exceptions Winter Soldier being one mm-hmm. but most of them it's like they're, yeah they're fun I think the, both entertaining the Captain pop Amer- films, uh, America you forget about films are, are the ones that but again the I reason they do one. well is because they, they your grandpa's going to see them your, yeah. Yeah. Grandma, your five year old kid is enjoying yeah. they make those films that are easily digestible there's nothing to them other than you go and you're entertained but you don't leave. I can't think of any Marvel film that I left saying I can't wait to have a conversation about this. Mm-hmm. Logan, you yeah, know, there's yeah. a lot to talk about. That hit me on an emotional level, yeah. and I don't know if we'll ever see a comic book film like this. Yeah. Not perfect again, but it very yeah. Close like it, there, there's 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 some qualms I had with it, and that's why it's not in my top top three. And but I'm also not as mm-hmm. genre like that. Genre often fails me more than it. <laughs> I think it's often telling a lot of people, right? Um, like I don't, I don't get excited about seeing superhero movies because in my head, superhero 
hero movies are is bad. Iron Man two, yeah, Avengers, like, is and then I watch a good one and I go, two. oh my god, like this is. Which I'm still waiting to hear your opinion about Batman Superman. Yeah, like well, now again, that- you may hate it, but I think hopefully you'll at least say they tried something different. Mm-hmm. Well, now that I'm done 2017, yeah. kind of go back to I'll it. Do eh? that. Anyways, but yeah, okay. Uh, I guess let's move on to your number two then. Number two for me is Dunkirk. I love the show Don't Tell. I love the way he plays with time. All the action, the pilot scenes are incredible. The the race against time. The Hans Zimmer score. The, the score is great, yeah. Yeah, one of the, one of the best, yeah. like, I usually like scores that I can listen to outside the film. This yeah. score, I don't know if I could, but with the film, it works it's perfect. So like well. it, it, yeah, it's such I'm a tense. I'm curious if this movie's going to hold experience. up on the second viewing because oh, uh, on the IMAX, I was on the edge of my chair right from the get go. Like first thirty seconds, I'm on the edge, and I didn't get off. Like I was tense the entire tense movie. the whole time. Yeah. yeah, and I'm curious if it's going to do the same thing outside the theater in like a living and room. And you feel like the time they're having to work with, and yeah. and, mm-hmm. and how all of these guys, if things don't really break right are all going to die. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's I don't know if it's maybe it maybe it is the first movie but war film that actually put me there. And what Saving Private Ryan did the same thing would yeah. put you in the war and you really feel like what these guys went through. Other war films you're like, "Wow, that's terrible," but I, I never felt like yeah. I was there. This film you're in it. feels like you're there with this guy going You see the best of the humanity yeah. and you see the absolute worst of humanity. Like yeah. I, I guess that's what war is, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Yeah. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. This might be my... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, again, I went back and forth mm-hmm. with the three movies yeah. at the top where tomorrow I might change again. Yeah. But I really thought about... And this is also a war movie we haven't really seen. I do like war movies as a genre. So I, I'm sure we'll talk about this uh, again. Yeah, Maddie number two. My number two is Logan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, dude. That one scene, I don't want to give anything away, but they um, turn it into an X. Like I actually like wept a tear like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah I left the movie like with a fucking rock hard dig. it was amazing <laughs> love this movie okay my number two is a film that didn't make any of your guys list I'm surprised uh, Blade Runner twenty uh, I didn't I didn't have a chance to watch it, it. yeah uh, you let me borrow it and I was gonna watch we were gonna watch it together uh, and we didn't get didn't time. have a chance yeah. Dennis, Dennis Villeneuve yeah, Vin- 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 he yeah. can do no wrong I mean yeah, this guy man. every year puts out one of the best films of the year yeah. beautiful. But, I said I'm trying to think of what the best looking this may be the best looking film of the year yeah um, Ryan Gosling's great in it I from the beginning I was kind of so worried like Blade Runner's so good and I just don't see them anytime they try to do this 20 so you're, years later so you are a fan of the original I'm a huge fan it's, yeah. it's one of my favorite so sci- movies one of my favorite sci-fi movies uh, I was so worried like how are they going to connect it's this so to it? hard do, to like capture lightning twice and they do it like it feels like this is the sequel that we would have wanted mm-hmm. if it was made back then it does a great job of connecting it all but also doing its own thing um, um, it is a very slow burn, long film. Make sure you're, you're ready to you're sit down and watch it because it's not a film you want to throw down late. At I night. think that's why we couldn't find we yeah. couldn't find a time where we could block um, that out for both of us. Jared three Leo hours is great in it. It's close to three hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, even that fucking wrestler from Guardians. What's his name? Uh, Batista. Batista was even good in it. Uh, uh, Robin Wright, um, I was thinking Robin Wright, oh, Penn, right. Sean yeah. Penn's mm-hmm. ex-wife, she's getting it. Uh, Harrison Ford is actually yeah, great in this. Mm-hmm. You know, He was good in Force Awakens, he was just having fun with it, but this is, it actually feels like he's, first in time it. I've seen him act in a, a while, like really putting in a performance, something that you could tell he cares about. Since, since the 80s. 
Yeah. <laughs> Since well, I don't know if I go that far, but um, yeah, this is this is to me the sequel that I wanted. Yeah, I, I don't really have much to say. I don't want to give anything yeah. away, but it's a fantastic film. It's a film that it's a mystery film, and the whole time, like it sells you right into the end. And like Blade Runner, though, it also hits you on those emotional points. It's a film that when it ended, I went and looked up what a lot of stuff means. It's a film I want you guys to see so I can talk Chat more about, about it. it. Um, yeah, yeah, like it's great. Uh, this, this, this Phantom Thread, like, mm-hmm. Florida Project. Call me by your name. Like there, there was a bunch of these movies yeah. that I really wanted to see and just ran out. Like again, I, I, I'm also not as confident in the list. Probably like five on because yeah. I watched all of these movies in the last month for the most part. There's a couple in there, like yeah, that I, I saw earlier. Oh, oh, and I didn't even mention, but the score, the score for the original Blade Runner is fantastic, and I was worried like you can't capture that. This is different, but this is. Possibly the best score of the year as well. For oh, yeah? Me. Um, it's fantastic as well. It totally captures that 80s synth, but also like doing its own thing and working on emotion. Let's hope it just one. didn't, you know, kill Johan because he got kicked <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I think they just wanted more of that. The 80s. bomb They ass, wanted it yeah. to feel kind of more like the 80s, like the original Blade Runner score. Um, but yeah, it, it's fantastic. But I, I do want you to think of a Harrison Ford movie he's, he's tried to act in in the last 25 years. Okay, well, I'll do that when you move on to your number one. Yep. So what is your number one? The Shape of Water. Okay. Um, right on, man. There's something like, it's what I want cinema to be. Like, you just get wrapped up in this world. You know, you know I, don't, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but sometimes you're watching a movie and you don't want it to end. You just want to mm. keep living there yeah, as yeah. long as possible. Oh, yeah. That was this movie for me. I didn't want to leave this world. I, you know, uh, Sally... Hawkins' character is so charming. She is charming. And when her and uh, what's that guy, Richard Jenkins, are like dancing, like, yes. doing like the floor step, like oh, I love. And that I girl. love Rick, Richard Jenkins. Mm-hmm. The scene in the diner with him when he gets rejected oh, so is so good. It's it's heartbreaking yeah. though. It, so good. So maybe this is why it wasn't as high for me. Did you guys buy the the romance between the two? What the, the creature? And... I did actually. Yeah, I did. So I, I don't know. Like, I did and I didn't. I don't mm. know. Like, it's not real. Just, like, it's not something we no. can like look in yeah. everyday life. But I just saw a guy in a suit, even though the suit looks so great and the practical effects mm-hmm. look great. I still saw it's like I saw Doug Jones there. Did you in a in a, a really Abe amazing costume? For me, Doug Jones isn't a real person. Like when I see a picture of Doug Jones, it's like. Put the suit back on, man. You look yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I want him to look like uh, he's in Pan's Labyrinth, or I guess he was also the uh, zombie. And uh, you guys have seen uh, Hocus Pocus with um, Sarah yeah, Jessica yeah, Parker. Yeah. I guess yeah. he's really? a zombie in that oh, movie nice. as well. Huh. Because I looked at him like, has this guy won any awards? He, he's unbelievable. I feel yeah. like it's an extension of what Del Toro's done in other films. Mm-hmm. Where does this rank uh, for Del Toro flicks for you guys? Do you put it above Pan's Labyrinth? I I know it might be. It might be. I just watched Pan's again. I'd say this is, again, I like this way more than Pacific Rim and Crimson Peak, which I wasn't blown away, but I would still put all his other earlier films, I think, above it for me personally. I... I think I might enjoy this more because I find the, the actual characters Labyrinth. is more charming than the characters in Pan's like, Labyrinth. Like Pan's Labyrinth for me is is a top. It, it's one of the reasons why we talk about Del Toro being Del Toro, mm-hmm. and same with Devil's Backbone. It's a, mm-hmm. Those those had more visual, I thought, moments yeah. than this one did. There's this this some had some amazing great, yeah, visual moments. It had some great scenes, but it just didn't hit me. And like there, the, this the know. apartment above, like and in the place they work. It's it's 
I love it. If you ask me in a, a day, I might have Dunkirk or mm-hmm. Get Out, number mm-hmm. one. I'm going to probably regret it. But this was the one... The other one uh, movies I was fine when they ended in this one I I didn't want it to mm. to stop. Yeah, I, I almost that's another I almost feel like it it could have been 20 minutes longer. I mean maybe that's a sign that mm. I was enjoying it but it almost felt a little bit rushed at the end for yeah. me. I don't know. I lo- I loved it. Uh okay. so and you still haven't found a Harrison Ford movie that's good, um, right? So I, I looked it up. Or not good, but where he acts. I There's good Harrison What about the Ford? Fugitives? I was about Michael Shannon. Yeah, that's yeah. not even one. And what about uh, uh, Patriot Games and Clear and Present No, Danger? not counting those. Those are just action movies. He's he's no, walking I think, his no, way through. No, I think he's them. got some great acting moments in those where like where they attack his family and he's after Sean Bean and like the courtroom scenes. I thought that some of that stuff was good. We're stretching here. We're we're, we're using <laughs> Clear and Present Danger as a great acting role. What about Hollywood but Homicide? I mean, you look at all all his most popular movies: Star Wars, Indiana Jones. He's it's just great. Him having fun. Yeah, but like again, like he's there's more depth to that than he usually he he coasted for twenty goddamn years. Let's just <laughs> let's be okay with this. Yeah. Maybe one of the best stars of all time in the eighties. Right, but, but yeah, anyways, I thought The he Fugitive was, is the one I thought you might. I thought he up. was uh, good in Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. We'll see what you guys think of when you see it. Right. Matt, are you number one? My number one is Dunkirk. Okay, well, yeah. that's my number one. Yeah, I assume one. that was the. Uh, again, I it's, don't think it's we'll Nolan, see it maybe. Like is there this. any year that Nolan does not take I'm my number one? I'm curious if he Interesting. Uh, actually yeah, yeah. crashed these planes to make this movie. He did. Well, there was a big thing that he actually bought an actual plane. Like the crash? Classic plane oh, and crashed so in. There's cool. a big uproar that he's. You know, that's why ruining he... uh, ruining this uh, artifact of. Uh-huh. But hey, this movie is more of an artifact. Like it's so good. Oh, it's it's the most tense film mm. I've seen in a long time. It's the the best edited film in my opinion. I'm curious if it's a movie or an experience. You yeah, know what I'm saying it, 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 this is kind of like maybe it didn't affect me as strong as Interstellar did, mm. but it's for what the war film. In the same way that mm-hmm. Interstellar did, in that they they both are like, and I'm like a, their experience. I'm an Interstellar like supporter, supporter. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there, even though I buy all of the the reasoning, I I fall into that. There's yeah. still a clunkiness. There's nothing clunky about oh, this movie. Whatsoever. No, I, I feel like Interstellar again. I for me, it's all about the emotion. I think yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Interstellar hit me more on an emotional level. That one gave me a lot more to talk about when it ended, whereas this film, I didn't have as much to talk about other than like more of the technical aspect of it. And again, like this film, like you said, this film throws you in the war and it's what... And the stakes are high. And, yeah. And, yeah. Like, they're very different movies. I know I'm going to get in shit for this, and I'm not saying that other film is on the yeah. same level as this, but it reminds me a lot of Valkyrie with Tom Cruise, <laughs> and that those are both films that it's like, it, it even has that same score of that clock ticking... ticking and that feeling, same thing. Like it's so tense, and you're just, yeah, I don't know. They yeah. they both had that feeling for me where you're the there and you want to see these them. people mm-hmm. work out, but yeah, like everything is going wrong, and you constantly it's so tense. Um, I don't know. It reminded me of that. I'm not again not saying that film is on, but I do love that film, and I know not a lot of people do. But yeah, uh, this film acting was great from everyone. It went different too. It didn't necessarily go like the scene and the stuff in the boat. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where that was going to go, and it didn't Whatsoever. go where I thought it was no. going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Tom Hardy again is in this plane, but he was great, even though yeah. you can't really hear what he's saying most of the time <laughs> again, and he doesn't have that much to do. Like he's still great. You're going down, um, Germany. Yeah, I don't know. I have no, I have no faults with this film. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to be interesting where this will end up ranking. 
in his yeah in his catalog it's probably lower to mid tier for me I don't know but it, I think that just says how amazing yeah. he is like I still much prefer Inception the Prestige Pre, um, I don't know about Prestige Interstellar over it um, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises for me I know everyone hates that film <laughs> but I don't know there's something out film that just connects mm-hmm. with me you, uh, The Dark Knight Rises you you think a lot of people. Oh yeah, that's a film that everyone liked. I know and now everyone shits on it because of Two Face. Well, no, <laughs> sorry, that's the Dark Knight. Oh, Dark the Dark Knight Rise, Dark Bane. Rise was Bane. Bane, right? That film, everyone picks apart all the issues with it, and yeah, there's a lot of issues, but I don't even care about that film. But anyways, we're not telling the Dark Knight Rises here. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have too much to say because there's, there's not mm-hmm. really much to this film plot-wise, but it's just a film that throws you in there. It's tense from beginning to end, and like you said, it's an experience, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So, uh, I just wanted to run down. Um, do you guys have anything outside about the top ten? Or no. I do we want to do honorable mentions now? Um, Quickly? Yeah, like, my honorable mentions would have been uh, Personal Shopper, uh, Logan Lucky, mm-hmm. Super Dark Times. I'm surprised you know Personal yeah. Shopper in there, yeah, considering you love ghost stories so much, because they kind of feel... Similar in ways to me, it it doesn't have like I don't know d- didn't have the the same the sort deep, of rea- uh, reaction. Yeah, okay, actually, all my top fifteen, like you guys, pretty much talked about them all. A big sick would have been in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised uh, this one didn't make. Well, I'm sure John Wick Part Two. I, I didn't see seeing that. that. I, I didn't care enough about John Wick. I like John Wick a lot, actually. No, you know what, John mm-hmm. Wick Part Two is. Just a little step down from John Wick. Oh, all right. Yeah, it, I, I didn't love it. John Wick as much as everyone else. Uh, so. uh, One that I'm surprised I thought Maddie would have had on his list, mm. and I'm sure everyone is surprised it's not on my list. American Made. Did you? Yeah, I, I enjoyed that, but again, I haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, it didn't. Again, it didn't hit me on the mm. emotional level that a lot of those other yeah. films do. But it, like, what a fun ride! And yeah. that, like, that it was it was a fun, crazy movie that doesn't really stop from beginning to end. Um, it was entertaining. I, 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 I dug it, but I, I, not top ten material. I don't think. Uh, yeah, you guys have already talked about Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. Good time. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. I thought you would have. Uh, again, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like anything that it was really fun. Yeah, and again, I kind thought had that 80s, I like, thought Guardians of the Galaxy two was fun as well. Like I enjoyed that uh, movie, but it wasn't really, like top ten. Like to me, Guardians of the Galaxy had Kurt Russell. He was great in it, yeah. but everything else uh, I could care less about. But Thor Ragnarok felt like I don't know if I would say great eighties fantasy, new. but it felt yeah. like Flash Gordon eighties yeah. fantasy. And uh, I love Jeff Goldblum yeah, as the so um, the grand what's it, the grandmaster. I couldn't even tell you. Uh, Spider Man Homecoming eh. was fun. Yeah, I did. I didn't really care I, about I, all I, the Iron Man. I stuff. enjoyed Michael Keaton in that oh, yeah, way the, more than I actually enjoyed the one movie. Of, it's the, one of the one of the best Marvel villains yeah. with Michael Keaton. But everything else was like it's like Iron Man again. Come on, yeah. like, do we need? Are we at the point where we need Iron Man to sell a Spider Man film? Right? Like, I think you didn't need that and would have made a billion dollars yeah. on its own. Um, you talked about Kong, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I enjoyed. I, I dug that actually. Uh, it, it was fun. I mean, I'm you guys know mm-hmm. listeners. You know, love Agatha, the, the Agatha Christie, the mysteries. Mm. Um, it, it was fun. Um, War for Planet of the Apes. No, no, no. I'm not I a big fan it. of the Planet of the Apes movies. Okay. Okay, oh, really? so this is. Um, yeah, not, I, 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 started, I tried watching the original, like uh, the remake or the second remake, I guess. And like, I just couldn't get over the CGI. How really? Bad it I think the I CGI couldn't. is. I think that has some of the yeah. best CGI, and I would say War for the Plants has the best CGI. You know what? I've seen I, I, I'm, I'm game to try it again. So. It did make my list, which yeah, surprised you, you me. Really I think I, I think it Dawn. may arguably yeah. be one of the best trilogies of all mm-hmm. time. Um, but this film, it's so weird, man. Is that going to be the end? I don't know. This is a film that it didn't do well. It did. It, it did. Sorry, it did well critically, mm-hmm. but it didn't make money. 
And when you watch the film, you're going to be like, I understand why. I can't believe they gave $150 million on this script. It is a fucking depressing movie. The whole film is depressing. It is not your summer blockbuster film. They crucify an ape. The, oh. the film the film is like Apocalypse Now mixed with like a Nazi camp film. Like it's the apes in a prison and them getting tortured and like That's crazy. It is so weird that this film was made. It opens That's up with his family getting murdered the uh the, the lead ape's family getting murdered his wife and huh. his kid like it is crazy that they made this film that's why i couldn't make it like i f- like i felt fucking depressed watching mm-hmm. the- and it doesn't even end on like a happy note <laughs> yeah like it, it ends kind of like you know it ends it, yeah uh, yeah like I, I i i'm i'm a, a surprising fan of the first if yeah i think they're both great if you if you like the first two you should watch this it is again it, it's a very well made film the special effects in my opinion the best of the the best i i thought both I think, of the first two yeah. had great special oh, th- effects this too. this like i thought part 2 had great ones too this one this one like these apes are not special effects these are real apes there's more emotion in these apes faces than i've seen in like most actors this year <laughs> crazy um it, yeah it just it was too depressing for me to like it's a film like i i'm not excited to revisit just cuz it's like it's a downer and you just <laughs> like want to you know you need some you happiness you feel like peter should be getting involved there's in no this. happiness in there woody harrelson's in there as well and he's yeah anyways everyone should still watch it though uh blade of the immortal Anyone, this is Takashi yeah. Miike's uh, samurai film. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy like Lone, Lone Wolf and Cub, those type of films, it's a blast. Yeah. It's him going and taking out various cool samurai. One of the villains is like a samurai, and he's got the the dead girl's mother's head like at, on his like. Oh, armor. that's amazing! Um, head heads on his armor. I love Takashi. It's just Mike. one of those movies where he just goes and he's going to fight someone that has a cool look or a cool power mm-hmm. to them. Um, really gory, insane finale where they, these three guys literally take out an army of like three hundred. It's cool and it's fun, but you know mm-hmm. it's not uh, anything mind blowing. Um, Lady Bird. I haven't seen this. I, I really want to check it out. It's a really well-made coming-of-age film. It just didn't... I, there's something about it that just, like, it's like, this is probably what it's like to be a teen girl. Yeah. And it does a great job. I just... I don't know. There's didn't something about you. it that just didn't touch me. Maybe I can't relate to some of it, but... And Jackie from Roseanne. I can't remember her name in real life. She's fantastic in it. Um, Laura Fisher? Um... Oh. I guess there's some other kids' movies I'm not going to talk about, but one film I have to talk about, people are probably wondering, you love Man of Steel, you love Batman vs. Superman, <laughs> where's Justice League? Yeah, what'd you it think? It was my most anticipated film of the year. What, what'd you think? It was one of the worst films of the right? year. It was terrible. I fucking hated this. You can tell that they shit on Zack Snyder's vision. You knew from the beginning it was going to be tainted because they're the audience did not take Batman vs. Superman. They didn't want a depressing film. Three-hour superhero film. They did not want to see Batman killing. They did not want to mm-hmm. see Superman moping. They wanted to have Superman smiling and saving yeah. cats from trees. This film is is DC trying to do a Marvel film, not even doing a good job at that. It's yeah. it's awful in every Worse way. Worse than Suicide, Suicide Squad? Worse than Suicide Squad. And, and I, I hated hate it. I like Suicide Squad. You could tell Joss I'll, I'll Whedon, give, give you Suicide you could Squad. tell Joss Whedon every scene that he did. Yeah. Fuck Joss Whedon. You know what I mean? Before, hey, wait, before wait, you used to be wait, like, wait, you wait, know what? Yeah. He's good at banter and stuff. Mm-hmm. After this, you can tell every scene that he had his hand in. It's all, all his jokes are so bad. You can yeah. tell every scene he brightened up. You can tell they literally cut to the superheroes for no apparent reason smiling because you know that you got it. It was too mopey the last film. Everything about this film 
is bad. I can't think of any. Plus, the action was bad. It there's a couple. Yeah, too. the CGI was awful because again, like you could tell they made him reshoot and change yeah. things. Apparently, Superman his resurgence was completely reshot, um, and and you can tell it was rushed. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole. Must, uh, mustache, mustache gate yeah. thing where you can tell every time Superman is on screen you can tell that was a reshoot because mm-hmm. you can tell they awkwardly removed his mustache it looks bad it even opens up with kids with an iPhone which is again Joss Whedon and Superman and that's mm-hmm. soon as right away that opening I was like fuck this shit and then it cuts to Superman or Batman fighting a parademon and again that like going from the tone of the first two films which was like kind of this what superheroes would be like in the real world. Mm-hmm. Right away, they throw that away, and we got Batman fighting a pair. Like, we got an 80s, or sorry, an Adam West style, like, thug. Yeah. Or something that would be in, like, a Sam Raimi Spider Man film, Batman taking him <laughs> out, then a pair demon. It's like, what? Like, what is going on here? And it looked I like, could rant it about looked this like film a video game for that, so like, long. Like, it looked like some out of Arkham Knight. Bat- ben Affleck, you could tell he did yeah. not want to be there. Mm-hmm. You could tell, you know, Batman versus Superman, he's is he done? there. I, th- I think so. I-, I don't see him coming back after this. You can tell they made him reshoot a lot of stuff. You could tell he does not want to be there. A lot of his scenes, he's got this weird plasticky Mickey Rourke, uh, you know, post Mickey Rourke look. He looks weird the whole film. And yeah, he just does not want to be there. He's joking the whole thing. You can't do that. You can't do Bad vs. Yeah. Superman. I get you're going to have, you know, he's yeah. after what happened, Bad vs. Superman, he's changed a bit. You can't do it that. 180 like yeah. he is not the Batman in those films this is Batman in a Marvel film Yeah, it has nothing to say there's nothing to it it's just a bunch of CGI nonsense you know the biggest problems of the Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman are the CGI battles at the end that's this whole film yeah um, the, the worst parts of these two movies was this entire movie yeah fuck this film Wonder Woman you think ah oh, she's gonna be cool after that she has nothing interesting yeah. Yeah, uh, this film is off. Aquaman and Flash, you know, whatever. I, I did my Flash. I thought Flash. I was hope one cool. day we probably won't see it because I don't know if they want to spend any money because this film like pretty much bombed for them. Um, Black Panther has done made more in ten days than this film made in its entire run. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it did. Um, yeah, this it's it's a fucking it's a mess in every single way. I really hope we do get to see Zack. Apparently, Zack Snyder had like the rumor is a three hour cut. And the, the, you know, Cyborg actually had an origin story, and it was going to be the end. But they felt it was too dark, so they yeah. made him cut all that out. Um, Flash actually had a, the story with him and his dad in prison, um, which is what's that great actor that they have in there? Anyways, that story had more to do. Apparently, all this is there, and they they made him cut all and they changed it, and Joss Whedon just Joss Whedoned it up. <laughs> After this, like I, fuck Joss Whedon, I'm so glad he is apparently off background now because I don't want to see another. Joss Whedon film again. This film has. <laughs> I own Firefly. And I've been meaning to watch because everyone's like, "Oh, you gotta check out." This ruined my. Fucking no, Firefly is great. Uh, I don't know, man. This film. I, is... I d- did it a few years ago, and it's. Is it worth it? Is that Nathan Fillion? Yeah. That his, uh... yeah, yeah. This film has everything wrong with blockbusters and everything wrong with comic book films. And uh, after this, like, I don't even care if you ask me. Aquaman should have been my most anticipated film. James Wan doing an Aquaman film sounds amazing. Never been done before. You know, superhero underwater. This like this film has killed my interest in mm-hmm. DC films at all. Now, like, it's going to take a lot to build it up again. Yeah. Um, yeah. What? It, it's just a complete disaster and a mess. And uh, yeah. 
But again, I guess if you hated Batman vs Superman, maybe you'll like this. <laughs> Um, if this is what you want in comic book films, you know the people that complain. You know, you, you guys are really what you waving that Batman Superman flag, eh? Like uh, uh, that's a hell you're. I, dying I think it's on. one of the best comic yeah. book films. I put it, you know, on my top I'm, five. I will be watching it. Yeah. And now that twenty, the twenty seventeen. Yeah. Uh, I've still overhyped it that you're gonna hate. it. I but, think um, uh, you should probably go in with no expectations. Don't yeah. worry, I don't have any expectations. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm gonna say like <laughs> Kyle's enthusiasm for this movie might be a bit unwarranted. So I'm just letting you know that right now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> But again, like, and that's the thing too. Oh, and, and like those films, even if you hated those films, mm-hmm. the Hans Zimmer score was amazing yeah. in both of them. And uh, Hans Zimmer and uh, and who did it? Um, Junkie XL did it mm-hmm. with Batman vs Superman. Junkie XL was going to do the score for this. They got rid of him and Joss Whedon got rid of him and got Danny Elfman. You need <laughs> to put that John Williams Superman score in mm-hmm. the Dan- Danny Elfman Batman score. I thought in there. that was fun, actually. Fuck that shit. I the, thought that was fun. Most man. unmemorable, terrible score you'll ever. I can't think of another unmemorable score this whole movie. You didn't want to see the John Williams Superman score when he comes back to life. No, no. <laughs> those we've had those films. That's from the seventies. Yeah. Get over that super that yeah, a little, Superman. Little nod to the seventies. Yeah, but it, it doesn't fit the universe they Dude, set up. They, and, again, this movie doesn't fit anything. So it was and, like and again, like the Superman score. I think the Hans Zimmer Superman Man of Steel score is fantastic. Like, yeah. give me more of that. that. That score like hits me on an emotional level. This doesn't. It feels like it's like, it just feels desperate. Like they're trying to do <laughs> yeah. anything to gain fans back after the reaction. And yeah, it's the score is terrible. Whereas the other two scores, I will buy on CD. They're some of the best scores in my opinion for you know mainstream. Hollywood films. Anyways, I could go on and on about this film. I'm not gonna. <laughs> you kind of have. <laughs> and this, it's just I've never been more disappointed. I think this is longer uh, than than our top. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kyle's been kind of uh, spewing rage to a well, microphone because everyone's been asking. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to hear your opinion on Justice League. You love those other two films. And everyone's like, oh, you're a DC apologist. No, I like those two films. I hated Suicide Squad, yeah. and now I hate this film. But anyways, let's go back to the five you had. So Justice League, you had. Yeah. Was your most anticipated? Disappointed. Uh, you had Star Wars. I, you know what? I'm gonna watch it again, and I'll let you know. No Kingsman for you? Ah, oh, it was bad. Dark Tower. <laughs> ah, so the only one you predicted right was Dunkirk. Yeah. I'm gonna skip my animal mentions because whatever. But I had Blade Runner in my. Uh, All right. I had Logan. Yeah. I had Dunkirk, yeah. and I had Star Wars. So I actually yeah, predicted yeah, did, the I only thought... one I was wrong on was Justice League. Yeah. I thought you might have all five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, at first, I was like, I don't know what he. F- I haven't heard what you felt about no. Justice League yet. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Justice League or no? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe you'll hate Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman because a lot Justice of people League. do and love Justice League. Uh, maybe I'm going to say that's one, not going to um, I would be very shocked if if any of those things. Yeah, happen, exactly. No, I, I I don't know. Like, um, I'm willing to give those a shake because all the the Marvel ones for me just seem like time wasters that I don't. I'm not upset. Like I'm not upset that I watched Guardians of the Galaxy two. Mm-hmm. No, I will never watch Guardians of the Galaxy oh, exactly. two again. Yeah, it's a time waste. That's why again, Batman vs Superman. I don't know why this turned into Batman vs Superman. It always does. <laughs> yeah, it always but does. Whether you hate the film or not, <laughs> that's a film that you come out and you go on forums and people are still arguing about the film because yeah. at least it has a lot of ideas. Whether you feel they worked or not, it has a lot of stuff Something to discuss. New. I can't say that about too many other comic book films. I can say that about the X Men films, Logan. Mm-hmm. And that film, again, whether you hate it, I don't even care if you hate it. We can discuss it, though. I can't discuss Marvel films, and I can't discuss Justice League. And and, and, and I think that's why, for me, the superhero genre overall just feels like 
a throwaway genre oh, most they're, of the they're, time. They're forgettable popcorn yeah. munchers. They're there to be entertained for an hour and a half, and you forget. And that's about why it when Nolan the was doing it, it was such a yeah, you know. Right. Okay, but uh, yeah, sorry, we've been yeah, we've been kind of going for let's a while. Quickly, really quick, 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 quick. Yeah. Uh, films that we didn't see. The Post. I think I wanted to see that. Yeah, probably could have made my list. I think Spielberg always surprises me. Uh, Brawl and Cell Block '99 from uh, the director out. of Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, I was I was wanting. I'm to halfway that. through it. I didn't get to finish it though. I don't know if it would have made my list, but it's it's decent. Is it good? Um, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. I wanted to see Guy mm. Ritchie. I'm sure went to made my list. But yeah, who knows? It could have been one of those Check ones that. Uh, again, a bunch of ones you guys talked about, so I'm going to skip them. I, Tanya is supposed to be good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to see I, Tanya. Um, Detroit from uh, oh, Catherine Bigelow. Detroit was on my honorable mentions. Just it's weird. No sad. one is talking about that film now. That's weird, right? It seems like everyone was disappointed with it. I thought it looked fantastic, uh, but... It's... Uh, yeah, watch. It's it's great. Like, they're... It's great. It's great. Right. Yeah. Uh, Florida Project, uh, I didn't get Haven't to see. Seen that Haven't seen I really want to see that. Um, Klaus, you mentioned uh, Valerie in the State of Thousand Plants. I'm sure it's not a good movie, but visually it looks yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Kingsman, uh, Suburbicon, I was kind of curious about that. Mm. Uh, George Clooney's uh, movie. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Bright with Will Smith wouldn't have been good, but I was yeah. curious. Uh, now we're getting to the shit here. Uh, Phantom Thread, I would have been I want to check that out. Yeah, I, I, P.T. Anderson's up there for me. Killing of a Sacred Deer, curious about I that. I want to see that one. Yeah, The Lobster would have been... High the his previous one, mm-hmm. um, the darkest hour supposed to be good, uh, disaster artist, but I haven't seen the room. Embarrassingly, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's a bunch of other ones I guess are not really worth talking about. Um, but yeah, uh, that is our long, long yeah. list. But we figured it would be long. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Or are you guys it's ready? It's been to get a year of laughs, a year of tears. Thanks for having me, guys. 2017. You, I finally put my list down, and I'm regretting yeah. it already. Hey, listen. I, I think we we had. Close lists mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, there's a couple of titles we dis- yeah. disagreed on, but um, I think there was only one contentious title. Yeah, no. <laughs> I haven't even watched it, so I'll go home and watch. And, the oh, story. there was a contentious title with you guys too, and I. Star Wars? No. Uh, one of your horror movies. Oh, uh, Gerald's Game. Gerald's oh, Game. Okay. Okay. All right, so yeah, I'll be the tiebreaker. I'll watch Gerald's Game. I'll watch Ghost Story. I'm pretty confident on Jero's game. I think that's uh, critically okay, well-reviewed, well. but who knows? Yeah, critics are assholes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, anyways, this has been our best of the year list. Adam, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, thanks, uh, buddy. We're always glad thanks, to man. have you here. If you agree or disagree with us, feel free to drop us a line at, at uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. You can find us on uh, Twitter at moviecitymaniac. Which or, that's, we should mention that's like uh, Dan Mazenko, who from yeah. Shocktober has been running that. It's kind of like our you fan, remember that asshole, our fan right? Twitter. <laughs> And uh, you can find us on Facebook. We have a Facebook uh, group page and yeah. Facebook like page. You can hit us up on both. Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get shit for bringing up Batman vs Superman yet again. It's kind of a growing thing that every podcast yeah. ends up talking about it. But fuck, man, that film is great, and no one else likes it. So uh, don't get you're going to go on for another twenty. <laughs> I know. Minutes. Here we go. We're going to end this right now. You guys, it's been a great year. You guys, uh, stay scared. And uh, yeah, I don't know what we're back with, but uh, we'll see. We'll be yeah. back with something next week. Bye. <laughs>
I'm high, apparently. 